What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 182 of Smack Talk, presented by SmartOutMoment.com. I am the host of the panel, Tony Mango. Joining me on the mic, we have a full stacked panel for this episode. Holy shit. Uh, I'm just going to run them down right now. Uh, host of the Monday Night Raw post-show, Mike Payton. <laughs> the old happy pope himself, Sean Walker. So Payback is going to suck. Watch the one for NXT instead. Very much agreed. The Drew Cruz leader, Drew White. Sean had syphilis. <laughs> the guy who sets up all those rants on uh, YouTube, good old Wago rants, Stephen Wago. It's a f- it's funny that we have uh, 182 episodes because that's how many hours it's going to take to record this podcast with all of us. Probably. <laughs> the man who's cooking up some chicken in the background, Caitlin Ferris. <laughs> Ah, uh, it sounds like some sweet chicken. Shh. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and host of the Untitled Movie Show, Miguel Leon. Woo, I get a, I get a plug. That's the only plug you'll get. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets one. <laughs> That's true. I am Spider-Man. So, uh, we've got a lot to do for this episode. We are going <laughs> to be reviewing our predictions for payback 2015 we've got hot tags in part two rest old break coming up in part three the latest trades and updates on the fantasy league at the end of the show and we're in part one right now that you know what that means it's time for the wrestling trivia question of the week otherwise known as the ask him those who are unfamiliar with how this operates the two-part question thing they both tie together in some fashion deal with the same sort of subject matter the first question is for the panel of the show, and it ties somehow into the second one, which is for the audience to answer. Last week's question, both of these were Canadian-based because of the whole Montreal thing, uh, taping. Question to the panel was, who wrestled as the Calgary Kid in the contract on a pole match in WWE in August of 2009? That was The Miz. And question to the audience, 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 <laughs> the audience, who did Calgary Kid defeat to win the contract in that match? And the answer to that was Eugene. So let's break down what everybody says here. Murky from the swamps. Good old Murky. He says he beat Eugene. That's correct. Jimmy O'Halloran gets it correct as well. Johnny Castaway says, fuck the people that try to make new clubs and fuck the fuck that guy club is the best fucking club. And it's newest inductee shall be Rosie for being big, fat and stupid. Peter Piccinini, or Piccinini, I still haven't figured that out yet. Sorry about that, Peter. Uh, says, easy, Eugene, bold prediction, payback, either Rollins turns face or Reigns or Dean turn heel. Welcome to the Fuck That Guy Club, Randy. You are going through a table, at least, I hope. <clears throat> Rosa Show says he beat Eugene to get the thing. Poor Eugene, all he wanted was a contract, but instead he got a skull-crushing finale. Sad face. Aww. Uh, Morris Supremo, he beat the retarded guy who loves Triple H, Eugene. The guy to be inducted in the Guy is Cool Club is the Boat family. With such history, they deserve it. And you know what? Silent Wind of is right. We should keep taking letters off his name because why not? And fuck everyone in the Fuck That Guy Club. I mean, people relax. Stop putting so many people into the club. Watchman King, he beat Eugene, and I got nothing this week for the fuck you club, so just fuck Tony for a week question, so yeah. Mono Apex, smells like Mark Henry, really sweaty towel in here. <laughs> yes, there's different towels. Uh, we really need someone to make a list of the fuck you guy club because I can't keep because I can't keep up, but addition to the fuck you club, Luke Harper, dry cleaner. Luke Harper's dry cleaner because he or she oh is God. doing a shit job. 
And lastly, Silent Wind of Doom says, It's obviously the British Columbia brawler. Uh, I got no freaking clue. I'd like to say fuck Drew for his new not-in-a-toilet-roll mic that makes him sound weird and different. <laughs> but he did do a good job hosting the Raw Post Show. That is, unless he's in charge of uploading it. <laughs> because fuck who, whoever was in charge of uploading your Raw Post Show for the last two weeks. And fuck my back for hurting so bad I had to skip out early this week. Also, of course, fuck Lady Poffo, Big Show, Bill Lumberg, and anyone who messes with Murky. Who was the last person that just posted that one? Silent Way to Doom. Oh, okay. I was gonna that say was when I heard toilet when I heard fucking toilet roll Mike I'm like that's gonna be a regular. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's set of questions these are about the vacation or the vacatedness. What's the <laughs> word for that? I don't know. Daniel Bryan vacating the Intercontinental Championship. That's what this revolves around. So the question to the panel: Who was the first person to vacate the Intercontinental Championship? Shawn Michaels. Nope. Chris Jericho. Oh, Ultimate Warrior. Yep, Ultimate Warrior. After feeding Hulk Hogan that, at yeah. WrestleMania 6. Because WWE likes to make those rules at random once in a while where they're just kind of like, well, you can hold multiple titles, but you can't. You can be traded to a different show and hold a championship, but Lashley can't with the ECW title and so on and so forth. So the question to the audience, who are the two men who vacated the Intercontinental Championship only to win it back immediately? They vacated it. <laughs> And then they were literally the next champions as well. And it counts twice for them for some fucking reason. There's a possibility that there's a third one here. It's kind of up in the air. WWE doesn't know for sure if they like to uh, acknowledge it that way. So uh, if you get the two of them right, you win the good old prize of nothing. If you get the third one, you get extra bonus nothing. But next week, we will tell you who gets it right, who gets it wrong. If you leave a comment below or send a tweet at SmartOutMoment with the hashtag AskHim or leave a comment on the SmartOutMoment page itself, take a guess. We'll see what ends up happening there. And we're going to continue on here with Hot Tags in Part 2, so stay tuned as we roll on. We will be right back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We are on Part 2 of Episode 182. It's time for the Hot Tags of the Week, some different things that have gone down in the world of professional wrestling that are interesting or odd or funny or stupid or whatever that we felt like talking about. Let's throw out something really fucking just off-the-wall nuts. Vern Gagne passed away recently. We already talked about that, so we need to, don't need to you know dive uh, too deep into that. But at his funeral... Apparently, Bob Backlund stood up and started cutting, like, a promo. And then there were reports that that didn't happen. He actually just said, I'm here to represent WWE and whatever. Then another uh, report came out where it was like, no, he fucking sounded like he was cutting a heel promo. What do you guys think about this? Is this one of those things where, like, Bob Backlund is so far gone out of it crazy that he's acting like a heel at a goddamn funeral? To be fair... That guy is kind of shit insane. Like, when I got my photo taken with him at Night of Champions, um, he was fucking twitchy and shit. He's weird. And he stiffed me with that fucking chicken wing prick. Well, it's supposed to hurt. Yeah, but... Fuck hurt. I don't like hurt. <laughs> Hurt's not good for me. Speaking of chicken wings, how's that chicken coming along, Galen? Oh, I think it's almost done. Sweet. I'm excited. <laughs> I am too, even though I'm not going to eat any. <laughs> now, hold on. We have to ask. Is it pan-fried or deep-fried? It's pan-fried. Oh, okay. Is it cross-faced? It's uh, some kind of broccoli cheddar or something. No, it is not cross-faced. Given the inside jokes here, I'd like to point out that Miguel was disappointed that it was not deep-fried chicken. 
<laughs> Sorry, don't have a deep fryer. Sorry. So I'm kind of curious what Bob Backlund's heel promo was, basically. Like, if it was just kind of like, Fern Gagne's gone, but I'm still here. I'm going to fucking go to the top and I'm still win the championship. <laughs> like, you know, or if he's cutting the Vern Gagne, I'm not going to wrestle anymore, that kind of thing. <laughs> but if this would have been, like, a lot of other people, I wouldn't buy it. But since it's Bob Backlund, I'm totally on board with the idea that he probably did cut a promo. <laughs> Also, who wakes up and goes, you know what story I'm going to write to just make people talk? Bob Backlund couldn't have heel promo <laughs> an AWA promoter's funeral. Right, like, if you're trying to fish for stories, you would go with, like, somebody's going to make a return, somebody's injured, you know, that kind of stuff like that. Not like, hmm, tapping on the pencil on the desk, let's see, I could write something about The Rock's new movie, I could write something about Ronda Rousey, or Bob Backlund being a dick at a funeral. <laughs> doesn't really match up to me, so I'm buying it. I think it's true. Anybody else want to tag in on this? I mean, maybe this was uh, some type of, like, kayfabe thing. I mean, we've heard the stories about how much of a... how much Byrne really was an old-school promoter in that regard, so maybe he probably went up to them and be like, listen, if I die, you gotta still pretend that you hate me. You you can't... It's still real to them, damn it, so you, you gotta play along with it. It's like a clause in his will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, if it's a kayfabe thing, I'd hate to be at uh, Roman Reigns' family's funeral. <laughs> they went batshit insane at Mania. That's true. Let's see here. Uh, Hideo Itami has been injured. Man, so Sami Zayn's injured. Hideo Itami's injured. He could be out for several months. It looks like TakeOver is going to be really screwed over, and NXT in general is going to have a little bit of a rough patch there. Um, what do you guys think is happening with this? Is that going to screw up TakeOver a lot, or is Finn Balor good enough if they just do Finn Balor versus Tyler Breeze and have Finn Balor fight Kevin Owens? Is this going to screw up the tapings of NXT to the point where we can't bring anybody up anytime soon? What do you guys think? I find it ironic that the pay-per-view is called Unstoppable. That's <laughs> pretty stable I, mean, uh, I don't know how it's going to affect things long term it's developmental so we don't need uh, it doesn't need to be kept with major stars it's going to live regardless if Sami's in and Hideo Tommy's gone or not um, uh, so I think it might hold um, might hold people getting moved up the card because there will be a little more dependence on say a Finn Balor so um, I don't think it's going to hurt NXT too majorly I don't particularly care because I'm not a fan of um, Hado Atami. I think he's kind of boring, so that's my take on it. I think in terms of the, I think in terms of the main event scene, the uh, NXT title, they were never going to do anything major with it. I mean, they're they're going for the long haul with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, so this is just this is just an arbitrary extension of that. I mean, they'll keep the belt on Owens. He'll he'll blow through the rest of the roster, and eventually, when Zayn comes back, they'll have their big blow-off match. And, and as far as Itami's concerned, I got to agree with uh, Sean on this one. I I know they want to keep him, bring him up to the roster so they can use him for international tours, but I, he is, it, it, it is what it is with him. I, I'm neither way, I'm neither a fan nor hate the guy. I just really don't care. I see no real big future for him. Peyton, I know that you're a fan of Tyler Breeze. Do you think that they should just go with Tyler Breeze winning this title shot? Is something different? I... You could do that, but I mean, you, you you haven't really done much with Tyler Breeze in the past number of months. I mean, if it was just to fill a spot, that's fine. But we're so close to the event at this point, it, it would be kind of out of nowhere. 
Um, you know, this isn't like back in the day where I was in your house and it was just month to month and that's fine. This is supposed to be a three month built up event. So it should be something a little bigger than that. Um, I, I think Balor and Owens is the match people want right now. Anybody else want to tag in? We're seeing Tyler Breeze and whatnot, but there are other people they can slot in there. I mean, maybe they'll use this as an opportunity to try out Baron Corbin in that role. See, you know, I was actually going to mention that as well. See what he what he hell no, it. he is so not ready for that. He is you green. Never as, know. He is green as douche. Oh god, people want to complain yeah, about I... Roman Reigns. Like <laughs> he can't, like no, he really can't work. He you smirks not, though. You can't put <laughs> you know? him in there. <laughs> oh no, like, I. I, I... Like, I think it's fucking moronic to put him in there. He would stink up the joint so bad. He's not ready to be a champion, even in developmental. Oh, no, not even close. But the thing is, with him, you get easily... Yeah, I know, like, a TakeOver would be a terrible time to test that theory out. But, you know, they could always, like, test that out, mainly on house shows. I mean, Miguel lives close to the area. You never know. Maybe Miguel will go check it out and let us know about it. Uh, they, I, I, they I do, do think... I do think uh, having you know Hideo Tommy and Sami Zayn out for injury is is kind of a big thing, a uh, big bad thing going for them. Uh, but you know Finn Balor's there, so that's good. He's like the top babyface that's not injured now. Because I mean, besides him, who else do they have that's like a, a big top babyface singles wrestler in NXT? Alex right? I'm fucking Royley. He's yeah, injured too. Still, still, yeah, I'm still an advocate. I'm still an advocate for calling Chris Jericho up and bringing him down. Call him up to bring him down. I don't think the, the plan was ever to have Kevin Owens drop the title this early, so I don't think it really matters that much who he's facing right now because he's going to retain no matter what. But as far as having fresh opponents, like as much as I like Tyler Breeze, I don't want to see him going against Kevin Owens. Uh, that's not... I don't mind a heel heel match, but that's not what I want to see right now. So once once he's gone through Finn Balor, I'm not sure what they're going to do next with him. But I'm looking forward to seeing whatever they do. Yeah, I, I worry been... about Tyler getting hot shot into the title just because he hasn't had any build to it. It'll feel way too forced. At least with Finn, he's always been around the title picture, so he's an easy. Do you know? Person. Oh, I can hear you. Well, there is one guy that we're not thinking about that should be making his NXT debut soon. And, I mean, what better way to have him, you know, really make a statement and, and really show himself off by, you know, getting a, an instant title shot even, or even just a non-title, an exhibition match between um, him and uh, and uh, Kevin Owens. And that's Samoa Joe. That'd be a great way to introduce Joe, Joe into, yeah. into, the, into the fold. I mean, he should be making his debut soon anyway. You know, put it, introduce him in that role. Have him. I mean, don't uh, give him the belt. You, uh, you been listening to Jason? Yeah. Salmon yeah. Monster. I didn't know we had the Salmon Monster here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were you know, talking about Uha Nation for you know, a second now there. Now that they're face, they could always bring a certain someone back down just for maybe a... Uh, is a little program. They could always bring a Tyson kid down again. I think I, that's just something that could be in their arsenal as well. It, it depends on what they want to do with Cesaro and, and kid on know. the Listen, main roster going forward. If, if, if we're going to go by standard wrestling booking, then I think the person that should face Kevin Owens is Alex Riley. But he's injured, so he can't. He's not injured. Yeah, or, he, or he should come out injured and fight anyway. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then Kevin Owens could just do 50 power bombs again and be All like, right, the so fuck do you guys think? And we can't risk Sammy wrestling with an injury, but A-Roy, yeah, throw him out there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, so let's pass on to another hot tag here. 
El Torito might possibly be splitting away from Los Matadores. They haven't said exactly when uh-huh. or why, or if he's going to go somewhere else, like another tag team, or stay singles, or anything. It's just kind of an idea that's being thrown out there. They might split them up. What would you like to see happen with Torito? Pair him up with Lucha Dragons? Ireland. The only lucha I want to see him in is in Lucha Underground because it's the only way I'm going to get to see a midget get rattled with a fucking steel chair. <laughs> oh, oh that god. sounds like a good fucking idea. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no! That's how that's how you bring up Kevin Owens. You have him apron powerbomb the shit out of El Torito. That would make him like the biggest baby face on the show. Onto steel chairs. You <laughs> <laughs> always put El Torito with the primetime players. It makes sense. <laughs> make him powerbomb Ew. him on every chair in the arena. <laughs> Just go, just go one, one by, by one. one. You know what? That would be like a really cool. <laughs> that would be a really cool spot to tell the fans to get out their seat and then just power bomb a fucking guy onto each and every one. Yeah. <laughs> Owens like could do that. Two rows down, people are like, "All right, I'm getting sick and tired of this." And he's like, "No, no, no, we've got sections left, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I want this little midget to be dead by the time we get around. Uh, yeah, if I was there, though, I'd just be obnoxious and shant super dragon. <laughs> So, yet another reason for us to not put any faith in Los Matadores, though. If they lose El Torito, then, man, they haven't won, like, anything ever, for the most part. They're gonna be they're gonna be used to put over the Ascension. You're gonna see a bunch of Ascension versus Matadores matches on, like, main event or superstars or something. That's pretty much their future. If I'd that... like to see El Torito and um, some cheese dip, and then eat that shit, you know? Oh, no, right. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I could be the furthest from knowing what the hell that's about. It's. I think he's playing off the word Tostito. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm just like, uh, Sean wants to eat a little dwarf, okay. Yeah, sure, why not? He's a midget. <laughs> and Drew is the That one. makes it any better, yeah. And apparently, this is supposed to taste like chicken anyways, so... Uh, update on that chicken? <laughs> Oh, let me unmute it here. I'm, I'm eating it right now, but I'm trying to uh, not eat it into the mic, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Fuck you, Drew. Mean, isn't Miguel that always fucking snarf down his tacos over the microphone? Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I made my... Yeah, phone. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God, this, this is should such be a fucked up show. episode. <laughs> well, it pretty much sums up fucking Tony's Bill Simmons hot tag. Let's move on to that one. Bill Simmons got fired from ESPN for saying testicular fortitude. <laughs> I can imagine that being like the reason why you put that on your resume. They're like, so why'd you leave your last job? Well, you know, I said balls. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, that's not the only reason why he's being fired, Toby. <laughs> no, but they did specify that that's what pushed them over the edge. Yeah, well, also, I, I don't want to get like very specific. Because this is this is nothing to do with wrestling. I don't even know why Tony has this as a hot tag. Because but, it's know, a it, wrestling related term is why he brought it up, and now the speculation is that WWE might be hiring him for some kind of uh, commentator Ooh. role. Then why yeah, did you add that? Him to that's kind of important, Tony. Oh yeah, this guy's getting fired because we weren't done talking about that subject yet. Ooh, they're gonna right. hire him, and then he's gonna say testicular fortitude on WWE, and they're gonna fire him. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I feel like that would everyone be else great if, like, what the first the time that they bring him on. <laughs> It's like, welcome to the newest panel on the, uh, I don't know, the Legends thing or the broadcast team or whatever you, he would end up being one. Bill Simmons, and he's like, thanks for being here. Testicular fortitude. 
I don't really see what the big deal is about him saying testicular fortitude when he's been saying damn on WWE for years. <laughs> as long as he's not as bad as um, that Mike Adam lube look, I'm okay with it. What is all this clicking? Oh, like we're it... uh, listening to the only Miguel show right now, I believe. Still no, trying I... to find those diamonds in Minecraft? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing shit. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Damn it, Miguel, just sitting there. <laughs> Oh, you know what would be awesome if Drew had a top hat, a, blurb, a mustache, and a fucking eye patch? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Add a Kalen. Only if he had a dirty dancing. Uh, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you guys like to see Bill Simmons on the team, though? Uh, maybe filling the spot that Scott Stanford hasn't really been doing <laughs> or something? I still don't know who he is. <laughs> he was on WWE like a couple weeks ago. He did guest commentary. It was, was, was a couple weeks ago. It was dude, a while ago. People don't even remember what happened on Raw this week. <laughs> Do you guys remember the guy that was arguing with JBL? Hold Michael on, Cole? Let me pull up a YouTube He's a white guy who watches wrestling, so it's essentially any guest that they bring on when they go to Los Angeles. Actually, it was around WrestleMania time. Did the... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I remember they were in, in, Los, Royal they were in Los Angeles around then. Yeah, oh man, he doesn't titles. even look like a he doesn't even look like a professional like ESPN sports announcer. He's got oh, dad exactly. douche. He doesn't look anything yeah, like he's, it. He, he, he's got dad douche written all over him, like like forty yes. year old just oh, no. douchey, douchey he's, like no, sports he's a, dad. He's a very douchey guy, but I, I actually like him when it comes to his I don't know when his like the way he talks and like the way he like acts. It's really fucking funny sometimes. Well, and he um, actually knows his shit. A, I don't know how, a, how much so dabbles in wrestling. But he you've can, got a history with the ones Adam might as well. All right, let's so move on to another hot take. Holy shit. Are you glad you defended that one now, Tony? Yeah, I still think that it's a worthwhile discussion. And if yeah. he gets hired, then I called it. Talk about All it right, guys, none of you know who Bill Simmons is. Let's talk about Drew knows. I know. That's yeah. just because I watch TV and sports. That's the only yeah. reason why. You should do He's a show about things. it. <laughs> a oh, weekly no, one. <laughs> So I'm going to group these two together because they're both basically the same. An 18-month-old child was killed after a 20-year-old guy did a rock bottom and a last ride on the fucking kid. Then there's this 17-year-old who dies in a fight that the media starts declaring is a WWE-style street fight, even though it's just two people fucking punching each other and shit. Were they having a a stairs match or something? Right, yeah, that's (laughs) ridiculous. So there's two uh, stories in the media this week of a young person dying, and one of them is definitely WWE-related. The other one, not at all, but WWE gets the shit thrown on them because of this. Obviously, we are, you know not uh, going to make jokes about the fact that, like, an 18-month-old child was killed and all that other kind of stuff, but uh, on the serious note of this whole thing, how fucking ridiculous is this that not only do people do fucking wrestling moves on kids, but even if you, like, do that kind of thing, and, of course, WWE will get blamed for that. You know, naturally, that's going to happen. Then on the opposite side of the spectrum, WWE gets blamed for just two people fighting each other. Like, punches are WWE-style street fights now. Not UFC, not fucking... Now, hang on. Muhammad, Muhammad Nabil just... Was, this is a no-DQ match. Well, to bring this on a serious note, you see people do stuff like this all the time. I remember growing up, you know, you have a trampoline, you know, me and some friends, you know, we'd always, like, 
like wrestle on there, but yeah. you know, nothing too serious for the most yeah. part. But when it comes to this, you you see kids, you know, that you see kids play football. I don't know when a yard they tackle each other, a kid gets seriously hurt. You don't see people blaming the NFL mm-hmm. or anything like that for it. It's just oh, he just got hurt playing football. Now I've seen kids. Uh, there was a kid in my uh, town a while back, back when we were younger. He got paralyzed playing football just in the yard because. Just he hit collided heads with someone. Just the way that it went, it just you know, just completely just ruined his uh, neck, and he was paralyzed from uh, half of his uh, back down, I believe. So, and you know, no one was like, oh, "Oh, the NFL is such a bad thing." You know, they got the idea from them, which they obviously did, but but no one was like that. So the idea of, and I have no idea about this video. If I'm gonna just go by your word, Tony, by saying that if it was blaming WWE for something. Like just like two kids punching each other, it makes more sense to blame uh, MMA for something like that or boxing. Hey, fuck you! Something that's actually real. I, I I threw boxing in there as well. I think bo- if it's just two kids bo- punching each other, I don't know what the what the whole story is. But well, if I mean, it was based if it was based off of boxing, one of the kids would have taken a fall. Oh, uh, they would have hugged each other instead. Yeah, yeah they, 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 somebody would have they... somebody would have just pretended to lay down and just stay down for the ten count. I made a lot of fucking money. <laughs> But isn't it ridiculous, though, that WWE gets blamed for these kind of things, even though they clearly do the best that they possibly can to tell people, do not try this shit at home. You are not the people responsible for doing this. And Supposedly, you know, supposedly the way the story went was they were just kind of playing, at least in terms of the, the death aspect of it, um, the story that I read was that they were playing around on the bed, you know, doing like these play moves on them, and the guy actually missed the bed and ended up throwing his kid down on the back of his head onto the, the floor, which is sad. I mean, it's not like some guy, like, you know, carelessly throwing their kid around. I mean, my brother does that with his son-in-law. You know, he's three years old, and they play around like that. But it sounds like it was just a really unfortunate accident that happened. I mean, you shouldn't really do that to an 18-month-old because uh, right. I, get, I get cringed out when I see it on my – when my brother does it on his son-in-law who's three-year-old. Who's who's a three year old? Yeah, but I mean, it's, there's a huge difference between those ages. There is, there is, and, I'm, and then of I'm course not, there's I'm a big difference between three and ten, or ten and thirty. Like, right? I'm not justifying know. this, but I'm saying it. I don't think WWE deserves the blame because it's not like this was, you know, you know, two guys, you know, one one wanting to hurt the other. This was this was an accident, and it's a really sad, unfortunate thing. And the fact that you have people that are blaming are trying to leech out some sort of hate against WWE out of this is really, it really is sick. And as far as the actual fight thing is concerned, are we really going to start blaming every YouTube video of people fighting on the WWE? Like, come on, really? Uh, that's, mm-hmm. like, that's like blaming the WWE on that, what was that video that came out about a month ago of the two black women fighting in the McDonald's, I think it was called? There was a whole big hoopla about that. Now, was that a street fight? Or was that some kind of a no DQ That was a McDonald's street fight. What would they call that? The McDonald's? What's like a McDonald's massacre or something? No, like it, that? it would be the mixed street fight. It would be a. <laughs> it would be a hold hold the DQ match. <laughs> the have it your way match. <laughs> you can bring any weapon. To the yeah. <laughs> no, it's the White Wait, Castle of Fear match. Wouldn't a DQ match be Dairy Queen? Yeah, that's true. Hey. <laughs> You know, we say that, but this is a gr- this is a great like promotional opportunity for WWE. You don't think they would do that to get you know in with a promotional deal with McDonald's? <laughs> you know what's so weird about this? I was like, when people blame WWE, they're doing a thing where that's like, submit us your videos to audition for Tough Enough. 
not submit us the videos of you doing moves on each other or submit us the fight that you two had or anything like that. They're never calling for any of this. So, you know, you can be blamed for like something that's on WWE's product. Like if they had, I don't know, say you come out on Monday Night Raw this week and they start making fun of the Amtrak thing and go, seven people died, funny, huh? Then yeah, you could be criticized. But if it's just people replicating shit, well, you know what? The Arrow TV show's popular. A lot more people have gotten into shooting fucking bows and arrows recently. If somebody got killed because of that, is it their fault because they decided to do a TV show based off of a comic book that's no, it'd be WWE's fault, dude. Duh. No, it'd, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be Ted, it would be Ted Nugent's fault. Let's let's not beat around the bush. <laughs> so I just think that that's ridiculous and unfortunate that these people ended up dying for any kind of reason whatsoever, um, especially the kid because. That's just stupid as fuck. Don't ever do moves on your kid, no matter what age they are. I don't give a shit. But let's take this on a more positive note for the last hot tag here. WWE's Tough Enough. Mentioned that a minute ago. They've announced the host, the judges, the trainers, people different uh, different WWE superstars that are involved in the show. Chris Jericho is going to be hosting. We're going to have a panel of three judges that are going to be Hulk Hogan, Daniel Bryan, and Paige. And the trainers on the show are going to be Booker T, Lita, and Billy Gunn. What do you guys think about this group? Chris Jericho hosting because fuck you, Steve Austin. Well, actually, Steve Austin's hosting now, so... Well, no, Steve Austin's not hosting tough enough anymore. That's why Chris Jericho's hosting. Nobody's hosting Dixie Carter on his fucking podcast, so fuck you, WWE. (laughs) Is it really, though? It's Dixie Carter. Hey, she uh, went for a table once. Yeah. And she didn't die. <laughs> Neither did uh, that old woman who went through that table that one time. Stunt granny. So, yeah, as far as Tough Nut goes, I've got literally no interest in the program. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of reality television. I don't like when the UFC does the ultimate fighter and just doesn't appeal to me. Uh, the last time I ever enjoyed Tough Enough was when Triple H was screaming in their faces. And since he doesn't give a fuck about kayfabe anymore, that's never going to happen again. The last Tough Enough I watched was the one with The Miz. And that was because it was on SmackDown. And that's how much I gave a fuck about it. I don't it. think I ever watched Tough, tough Enough. Uh, stick with the first season and don't bother going any further. Really, that first season's the only credible season. After that, when they decided to give... Uh, the uh, tough enough win to uh, what's her face the the valet for the Bashams. I pretty much zoned out after that. Um, as far as the people involved, um, as far as the trainers, yes to Booker T, yes to Billy Gunn. Eh, I guess Lita needs a paycheck, and she they couldn't get Trish back, so whatever. Fair I would enough. have thought Mickey James would be, would have been a better choice. She's involved with TNA at the moment, isn't she? She's that makes her uh, blacklisted. Is she? Yeah. yeah. She's still involved with that. We um, wouldn't know. None of us here watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as the pa- – did you mention the panel of uh, judges? Who's gonna Yeah, be on Hogan, there? Daniel Bryan, and Paige. Okay, Daniel Bryan, great idea, especially with his injury. that keeps him in the, the limelight. Uh, I guess Hogan brings some credibility, but really who gives a shit about what Hogan thinks? I mean he's got, he brings nothing – He's not going to bring any sort of wisdom except for like, all right, brothers, this is how you politic. I'm going to show you every step, how to, how to slight, you know, proverbially slit people's throats. Make it to the top, brother. And oh, as far as one of the greatest showmen of all time is going to bring nothing. 
He's got the ability to judge star power, I think. Does he, or is he just going to say what the deputy tells him to? You're missing the boat here. They don't learn fuck all at Tough Enough other than the basics of how to take a bump. Everything they're going to learn is going to be in the NXT developmental program. And it's going to be force-fed for them. This is just about entertainment. It's not about who's going to do a good job, because the reality of it is what they do here on the show is going to amount to absolutely nothing. Literally. I mean, who really... What faith do we have that any of the people that are going to make it is going to make it to the main roster? I mean, was the last guy that was involved with Tough Enough? That one, that one, that made it to anything. I mean, yeah, people bring up Miz and Ryback from the SmackDown season, but... Maven. Yeah, Maven was the only one. I mean, let's look at the winners. You got um, Maven from the first season. You got Jackie Gaeta and Linda Miles from the second season who went on to do much of nothing, except in the case of Jackie Gaeta, expose herself on an episode of Raw. Um, That's not true. She's banging Charlie Haas. Good for him, by the way. Um, uh, Third season, I think it was John Morrison. Maybe you could say John Morrison, but that was like years later. And it, it, it wasn't even as John Hennigan. It was Johnny Nitro. You know, it, it took a long time for him to uh, well, to make his contract, to though. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll give John Morrison that. I, I I missed out on the third season, so I always forget about that. But let's look at the most recent incarnation. I mean, who from that entire roster has made it to anything? Cameron, and she was like what the second person eliminated, I believe, from the first. from the show. Very first. Uh, though she was the first. She was the very first. Oh wow, wow. Okay, so yeah, it proves my point even more. Nobody remembers Big Andy. Or um, what's his name? The little guy that won second place. They haven't really the amounted guy. to much. Luke. Was it? Was his name Luke? Luke. I think so. Luke, Luke. Uh, Evans, maybe. Was his name Robinson? Luke Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, I don't think he's amounted to much. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've seen him pop up even in ROH or TNA. And Big Andy, mm. I think, has been relegated to mostly Puerto Rico. So no, I. But there is Martin. Who? Martin. He was actually my favorite guy on that season of Tough Enough. Martin. He got injured. I, I actually thought he was going to win, but he mm-hmm. got injured like four weeks before the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he basically got disqualified. But uh, he just signed with Lucha Underground. So maybe oh, we'll wow. be seeing some things happen with him. Good for him. Good for him. There's um, always yeah. a chance that people could end up coming out of this. That's why I think, especially with like the way that they've been emphasizing the Performance Center and NXT and stuff, they're focusing a lot more on developmental than they've ever done before. So, I w- which, which, again, why, why you have Tough Enough? I mean, what's the point of Tough, of the, of tough Enough if the developmental system is, is you know, going off on all fours? I mean, well, it's to try to get more interest in WWE by doing another show. I mean, why have another DVD based off of the career of people that we've already seen DVDs of and stuff. Like, we've already seen, there's a hundred shows on the WWE Network that are old footage and stuff, and they still keep doing those. Why not do a Tough Enough thing? It's a little bit different. You get to have uh, people in the developmental thing that aren't coming from the wrestling background and stuff, and you know, why not? If we have got Total Divas and they want to do more stuff like that, we could definitely do Tough Enough. Am I the only one who finds it weird that the women are doing Tough Enough when they got the Diva Search? Oh, that's what I was going to mention. The fucking Diva Search, man. That's You know what? I'll put the Tough Enough one step above the Diva Search because that's going to be embarrassing. How is that fair? The men get one show, but the women get two shows to go and show their craft. Hey, but they're not being given a chance, right? The The men have their own show to show their craft, too. It's called Raw. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good way to end off this uh, set of hot tags everybody tell us what you think of all these different subjects in the comments below 
if you agree or disagree with our opinions or just have something else you want to say or some other jokes you want to make or whatever like that, we are going to take a break here with the rest hold and we're going to come back and start going through all of our predictions for payback. Stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. Okay, everybody, it's time for the rest hold. This is the part of the program that's kind of a commercial break, sort of acts like one, but we throw a couple extra segments in there to spice it up and fill you in on everything that you need to know that's going on this week for not only Smart Out Moment, but also some other A-Mango tree branches. The first thing to take care of is this set of outside interference articles for the week. Now, since WWE announced that the Elimination Chamber is going to be making a return at the end of May, I naturally had to write up a couple articles about that, but on top of it, I've also written an article about my thoughts on the Tough Enough Trainers, did that uh, to kind of be a company of uh, what we did with Smack Talk, and another thing about the best possible booking scenarios that they can do with Lana after she splits off from Rusev. So you can find those articles on the YouTube description below. You can also go to the Facebook and Twitter accounts for both Tony Mango and Smart Out Moment. Or you can go to eWrestling News and Bleacher Report. And if you go to my profiles on there, you can find links to them. Lastly, if you are looking for them and you can't find them anywhere else like that, something's wrong. But nonetheless, you can find that on the homepage of SmartOutMoment.com. There's a little section that says Outside Interference. Naturally, you're going to find the most recent articles there. So, if you're interested in reading all those viewpoints, that's where you can check them out outside of Smart Out Moment. The comment of the week goes to Anon4951 for his comment, By the way, dude, don't get upset that there aren't a lot of people here. I've always been here and you got my support. Keep up the good work. Thank you again, Anon, because you know what? This actually is a very, very stressful thing to deal with. It doesn't seem like it should be, and for the most part, it shouldn't be. It should be more fun than it is. But when you run into issues of things not growing to the rate that you want them to, people not writing articles, you gotta run into advertisement problems, and you know Google's a pain in the ass, and all these other kind of problems. There's far too many to name. It gets very stressful. So uh, you know, having a bad day or something like that, little comments like this, they can they can really go a long way. So thank you again, Anon, for that little pick me up. Thank you, of course, to everybody else as well who has participated in all the different avenues that you can tell us to smark your words, including leaving reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, leaving comments on YouTube, leaving comments on smarkoutmoment.com, or another one of those, one of the more fun ones, I guess you could say, is our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash themegamaniacs. That's where we goof off throughout the week and where you can find us just talking about random stuff that has to deal with the world of wrestling and promoting some stuff as well but uh mostly it's just kind of nonsense so if you're on facebook make sure that you also sign up for the facebook group the mega maniacs the next edition of the mailbag the one for june is going to be coming at the very beginning of june and uh, if you have any questions that you would like to submit to us to get to know us better, just fill up that inbox, go to the contact form of smartoutmoment.com, shoot us an email, and we will answer anything that you guys send our way. It doesn't have to be wrestling related, it can be anything you guys want to know. If you want to show your support for Smart Out Moment and you happen to be attending a wrestling event in the near future, keep in mind the Sign Me Up initiative. Just bring a sign that says Smart Out Moment to any of those events that you go to. Send a picture or a video of yourself to me, and I'll give you a spotlight on the website and the next episode of Smack Talk. 
Yet another way that you can show your support for the website is on the monetary side of things. So if you happen to have some spare change that you want to throw our way, you can do that in three different methods. This uh, YouTube channel is eligible for fan funding. So if you go to the homepage of that, there is a little module on the right hand side that says support this channel. It'll tell you all the directions there. Or you can go to patreon.com slash smartoutmoment. Or you can just do the direct method, the PayPal donation button at the bottom of smartoutmoment.com. Now, if you happen to be interested in some other things that we're fond of and you want to hear our opinions about the geek culture stuff that we like, then you can go to the sister website of Smart Out Moment. That's fanboysanonymous.com. Check out our articles we have over there. And the podcasts you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash fanboysanonymous. And then there's the yellow brand, the totally random one, the All Talk Show. That is live on megapowersradio.com on a random basis. You can find out when we decide to do a random episode on facebook.com slash show. That's where we announce them. Twitter page for that is The All Talk Show. And, of course, if you can't listen to that live and join in in the conversation, then you can listen to the archive versions on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.com slash Show. Lastly, we don't want to forget about this, if you want to join the website as a writer, editor, or something else for that matter, then you can send in an application using the contact form of smartoutmoment.com, and I will get back to you with more information as soon as I possibly can. And that'll do us in for the rest hold for this week, everybody. We need to start talking about the pay-per-view, so payback predictions are coming right up. Stay tuned, we will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, from the Rest Hold. It's time for us to get into the main event set of different uh, parts of this episode. We are going to go through Payback 2015, give our predictions for all the matches on the card, and we're going to start off, of course, with the first match that's going to be on the card, the pre-show kickoff match between the new Mega Powers, good old Axel Mania and the Macho Mandel, and the Ascension. Connor and Victor are going to be facing Curtis Axel and Damian Sandow. So, what do you guys think is happening here? I'm looking forward to this match, actually, quite a bit. And this, uh, I think that's is, going to be Macho Mandow and Axel Mania coming out on top. This is an example of what happens when someone has a stupid idea on the internet going, oh, wouldn't it be funny if they were the Mega Powers? And they actually do it. And then I end up not liking it. <laughs> um, the match itself should be pretty good. But I don't like this pairing, and I wish they'd do something else with Sandow. Why? What don't you like about it? I this don't... Macho Man impression is terrible. Well, that well there, there is that, but I don't want to see Sandow doing the impression things anymore. He went for all that shit. He had this great promo where he elevated himself from that shtick, and then he goes back to doing it. Yeah, yeah fuck! Doing this kind of a tag team thing, if they're already going to make him do impressions anyway... Isn't this kind of like a better option than to have him just come out as like, uh, you know, a different version of El Torito or something? Ah, uh, no. You'd yes. rather see like Damian Sandel dress up as El Torito? Yeah. No. You know what? I'm happy with it. I I am because it keeps it keeps Sandow relevant to an extent because. My biggest fear was after the whole Mizdow thing, he was just going to basically fall into that swirling mid-card hell that most people tend to fall into. At least this gives him a presence, you know? This will keep him relevant for a little while longer. You know, they'll still cut little promos for him to do and whatnot. My only problem is that I think a guy like him 
could really run with this character, but they won't let him. They'll basically be like, no, 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 you got to do it exactly like we say it, how we're telling you to do it, because, you know, we know what's best. If you just let him pretend to be Macho Man, I think a guy like him could really get behind a gimmick like this. I think he could really make it his own, the same way that Jay Lethal did with Black Machismo, but that's not going to happen. Well, here's the thing. Jay Lethal was talented at doing impressions. I don't think he's that bad. I mean, you know, he's... I think Sandow's talented. He's got a shot at doing the impression. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. I tried not to. I had to do it. (laughs) Thank you, Drew. Um... But yeah, as far as this matchup, it's it's you know they could really have fun with it with a, a feud like this, but they're not going to. This is going to be a one time thing. I think Sandow and and um, Axel get the win, and they'll have a little bit of a presence for a little while, and then they're just kind of they're just kind of going to be in the tag team fold, you know. But at least, like I said, it keeps Sandow relevant for a little while longer. So yeah, Sandow and, and Axel over. Anybody think Ascension's got a shot? I was going to go with the Ascension because I think they're trying to build them up to be like the next big heel team because they're trying to turn the New Day face. That's why I what? Believe. What so are you fucking talking about? They're, they're trying to make them look cool, and you know? They're yeah, trying to be heel. make them obnoxious and heelish. If you like them now, that's your problem. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, god damn, man. <laughs> So yeah. what they're saying, Sean, is that they got a shot. I think they got a shot, yeah. See, I, I'm i going to – it's too removed from when they debuted. You know, if this, if they were continuously trying to push the Ascension, I'd buy into it. But it's been a while since that matchup at WrestleMania, that, that little program that they had before with the, um, with the, uh, the Old Age Outlaws. Um, I, I don't see them. Why now? You know, why all of a sudden try to build up the Ascension at this point? I think I think that ship has sailed, and they're kind of in the same place, like I said, of Los Matadores. They're just kind of filling a spot. Yeah, but where do they go with the new Mega Powers, though? Is this just going to oh, be they're a just going to have them cut promos. Or? They're just going to be there, but they're going to be more there than the Ascension. The Ascension's going to be there, but, you know, Macho Man and, and Axel will be there. I, I think that they'll be they're, used as more of like a, a replacement for the fact that the primetime players aren't getting over as a funny babyface tag team. Mm, I think they got a shot. And you know what? The Elimination Chamber is going to be a real big uh, indicator of what's happening here, I think. Because there's more than six tag teams in WWE right now that they can do. They can't add the Usos into the mix because one of them's injured. But you've got... These two tag teams, you've got the two that are in the tag title match later on, Los Matadores, the primetime players, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are a newly formed tag team again, and... uh, Lucha Dragons. Lucha Lucha Dragons are another one, yeah. So we've got a lot of different tag teams. They could sit two of these out, like the Mega Powers and Ascension, and have a separate feud outside of that. And you could take six tag teams... Like, we can assume that Kid and Cesaro and the New Day are going to be in the Elimination Chamber match, at the very least. Probably the primetime players will as well, because they just refer to themselves as, we're going to win the tag title soon, which they're not going to, but come on. And, of course, you're going to need at least another heel team, probably Harper and Rowan, I would assume. And then you need two other tag teams. Well, there's Lucha Dragons and Los Matadores. There you go. Uh, 
Axel and Sandow can keep their feud going with Connor and Victor and be more of like the comedic side while we've got these six other tag teams that are doing the hunt for the tag titles. I think this will keep going for a little bit at the very least. Not, you know, the whole summer, but... It's too much work for them to keep track of. You got to keep it simple. You know, the, the the fans can't keep a track of more than one feud going on. I mean, you can't, you can't do that. You got to simplify it for them, even on a three-hour show. We can't watch two shows. So well, we can watch two shows. We can watch Raw and NXT. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch NXT weekly. I, like, binge it in one go. Yeah, yeah that's true. So I think there's a fucking network to watch it on now. Or Hulu. Yeah, f- fuck Hulu. Hey, I have I Hulu. I use, I use I don't Hulu. Need no damn ads. Regardless, like outside of the advertisements, their content's a lot better than Netflix. Oh, yeah, and true. and the versions that are on of uh, the versions of Raw that are on Hulu are cut down to ninety minutes. It actually that makes the shows better, in my opinion. I only use Hulu for two things, as I used to, and that was for Yu Gi Oh, and that's on Netflix now. So no point in that. So you're a bitch, okay? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, is everybody going with uh, Mega Powers except for Sean here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can see it going either way pretty easily, but I, I'm i going to go with Mega Powers. Mega Powers. <laughs> Mega Power Radio. WWE. That's an order. <laughs> I love that intro. Bristol didn't have a heart attack during that. Aiden, we haven't heard your thoughts on it. Who do you think is going to win? I was hoping the silence was to reference that he just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Sergeant Slaughter should come out and join the Mega Powers. And then the Ascension can go, oh, what a rush. So maybe the Ascension will start getting away from the LOD thing and start going more into demolition. Like Is where that where they're bringing Jimmy Yang in to be Mr. Fuji? <laughs> here comes the Vic, and here comes the Connor. They're the I love how our rendition of the demolition theme is almost Berserker from Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say make fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I want to see somebody coming out with a Berserker theme as their entrance now. <laughs> well, we are going to keep the payback predictions going. Uh, part five, we're going to talk about King Barrett versus Neville. Stay tuned, everybody. Click on that next video. Uh, what a burp. Welcome back to the payback predictions. We are on part five here. King Barrett versus Neville. Uh, this two have been feuding with each other quite a bit as of late, and p- since Payback is just rematch after rematch after rematch, look at that. We're getting a rematch. Surprised? Yay. <laughs> so, Neville came up short during the King of the Ring tournament, but he beat Barrett at, what was it, Extreme Rules? Is that the last pay-per-view? Yeah. So, there's kind of a 50-50 back and forth between them. This is sort of the rubber match, but they've had some more matches, I'm pretty sure. Can't remember exactly how those went down. I'm still assuming that King Barrett's going to win this year, and I think that part of the reason why is because it makes more sense for the King of the Ring to win than anybody else, but he'll probably win by cheating more than anything. Neville's doing a really good job as of late. They're keeping him strong. You know, he had his match with John Cena where he only 
he won it technically by disqualification, but you know, he was uh, potentially going to win the U.S. title there. So even if Neville loses here, I think he's rock solid for the future and possibly runner-up choice for the Intercontinental title. I still think Sheamus is going to win it, but we'll get more to that into the predictions when we just start doing Elimination Chamber and stuff. But for now, King Barrett versus Neville, what do you guys think about this match? You excited well, I- for it? Think who's going to win, et cetera? You should go to Payton first, because if anyone knows about Ring Kings, it's him. Indeed. Uh, well, I am actually going to be going with Neville on this one. I think he's been getting a lot of losses, which is fine, but I think it is time for him to get a big win. Just just throw the guy a bone with a big win. Wade Barrett really doesn't lose much losing this match. Uh, it, it looks good for Neville to beat the King, because Barrett just got this, you can't call it a title, but whatever it's good it is. Beat the king. <laughs> it's going to beat the king. <laughs> it looks good on your record. Um, and I think Barrett can sustain the loss because I think in the long run, Barrett is going to be the guy to go on and win that Intercontinental title. Um, and he'll get his win back with that. You know, he could he could even have Neville be the last guy he pins in that, and then that could be the first feud for the title. And these guys continue this going because I like this feud. Do you think they'll double up on King Barrett instead of just giving it to somebody like Sheamus on the side? I I think Barrett is getting a big push this summer. I hope he's, so. He's past due. Uh, the guy's in the best shape of his career. Um, Them abs. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's time. Let's let's see what Barrett's got in the tank. Well, hopefully he can stay uninjured uh, this time. Well, let's see. Hey, we better knock on wood, wood now, because fuck. That'd be some pretty win, bad news. Win, <laughs> lose, either way, Team Sean is at it again. Yeah, five points. Why do my top two guys always fight each other? It's beyond. But I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Neville on this one for the same reasons why Peyton have said because he deserves a big one after what I watched on Raw last week. It was pretty good. Long may it continue with this win over Barrett, and then he's gonna go on to big and bright things. Yeah, I Barrett think it's best for him to. Pick up this uh, win against uh, King Barrett now, and it should be a great match. I mean, their match at Extreme Rules was great, so this should be another repeat of that. And like, uh, I think Peyton hit this one right on the nail on the coffin. Is it? Does it suck when the first person that goes says everything you want to say for the most part, which is what Peyton did? So that's why you should yeah. go first? That's uh, why, I've done you, why are you nailing coffins? Yeah, I was just gonna say nobody's gonna <laughs> mention he hit the nail on the head on the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there I did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there you go. I think uh, Neville will get the win, and Bear will get that push that everyone wants him to get until he gets injured again this summer, so I can't wait for that. I think Barrett's going to take this one, um, and the reason I say that is because I think in WWE's mind, the hardcore fans are fans of him enough that they can they can have Neville take the loss, and it won't hurt them. You know, the, the, the NXT crowd that's familiar with Neville is still going to cheer for him. He's still going to put on a good match. It's not going to kill him if he loses this matchup. Barrett right now is on a roll, having come off of that really long stint as a losing Intercontinental Champion. They're, they're trying to rehab him, and I think at this point he really needs... He, he can't have any losses. They really need to keep him as strong as they can if they are planning on doing something with him and building him up to something a little bit more tangible. So I think it's going to be a good match. I think Neville's going to put in a, a four-star performance, but Barrett's taking this one. So you don't yeah. think you'll give it a five-star? Uh, he's working with Barrett. I wouldn't say Barrett's a five-star worker. I would say four-star. Barrett kind of brings it down a little bit. So you're not going to give him a shot? 
No, I, I'm not going to give Neville a shot in that regard. Oh, come on. You gave Kane a shot, but you won't give Neville a shot? Fucking hell. Well, Mike didn't steal what I was going to say, but uh, Tony and Miguel did. So uh, basically, I, I kind of feel the same way as they said. You know, I think King Barrett's going to pick up the win on this one. I think he needs it more right now. Uh, Neville's hot, you know, win or lose. And, and so I think he can afford the loss on that one. He's going to look good. It's going to be a good match. Uh, I think Neville will come out looking, you know, even better than he already does. But I don't think he needs it. I think they're, they're trying to book Neville right now to be, to be in that underdog position. You know, not, not quite like a Daniel Bryan like they were doing with him, but, but kind of like, you know, they want to have him hungry for those wins. You know, so it's okay if he loses, you know, a bunch in a row uh, because the fans are still going to be behind him. He's still going to put on killer matches. But I think right now the momentum's behind King Barrett, so that's who I'm putting my money on. Way go, split decision. Who you picking? Gun, gun to my head, I'm going with Wade Barrett. Woo! I think that Adrian Neville probably deserves it, but I don't think he needs it. Uh, he's not going to bloom until like fucking five or ten years from now anyway. He's going to be in the company a long time before he gets his fair shake, so uh, get used to it. He's going to be another guy that just struggles along the roster. Daniel Bryan had to struggle, and so will he. You think it would take ten years? Could. A lot of guys, it took ten years. I'm expecting Neville to be mid-card champion this time next year. Well, mid-card, I'm... Of course, but I mean, like, to, for him to be, like, really uh, like, elevated. Oh, uh, yeah, if he's, like, you know, one of the top three names or something like that, that'll take a while. Then. I thought you were just talking about, like, oh, as far really as getting a title, thing. I'd give it to him, if not next year, the year after. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the guy, like, he doesn't need a major push, and you can keep him, you can have him lose plenty of times as long as he looks competitive. You know what's going to get in his way, I think? His fucking ears. his bloody cape I don't think I'd be able to buy him as a heel he hasn't got the moose set to be a heel like you know most people they tend to struggle a little bit and they'll usually go back and forth you'll do a babyface character that gets a little boring you turn heel it gets more exciting then you turn back to babyface and that's when you get over and stuff the rock did it and of course Austin uh, you know became popular after his heel thing and everything like that Neville, I don't know. I mean, he could totally avoid it. There are some people that don't need to do that. Rey Mysterio never needed to turn heel, but then again, Rey Mysterio had a mask. Neville's Dude, how long John Cena being fe- heel uh, faithful? Get in the end. Yeah, but he's not getting the reaction that they want either. Roman Reigns, how long has he been faithful? Uh, a year and a month? Not a year yet. It's been. It was June. When they split, right? Oh, no, yeah, I guess they did turn turn face first. No, Extreme Rules, I think. For Neville to be a successful heel, all he needs to do is align himself with some shitty people, have a guy be his manager and tell the world how fucking much he hates them, and bada-bing, bada-boom, here's this ultra-talented guy that hates you that's defeating all your heroes with flashy, amazing moves. Mm. Mm, I think it's going to be a long, long process to turn Neville heel. I just Right now, he doesn't have anything going for him you know he doesn't look really threatening he's not a monster like like Kane or the big show unless he gets somebody to talk for him and in this day and age they don't really do mouthpieces and managers he's going to be a very bland heel if he does turn heel I don't see him stepping above everything else and and kind of really carving his own niche in terms of being a heel I don't know about that Seth Rollins isn't exactly seven foot two now is he 
Let's be honest. That's a good point. Yeah, but he's he but 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 here's the thing. He's a part of a bigger story arc. You know, he's got the whole authority behind him. He's playing the chicken shit heel with the power behind, you know, hiding behind the powers that, that be. You and know? he's better. I, could, I could see Neville doing that. Wow. I, I, I don't uh, unless he gets like uh, honestly, I can only see it if they pair him up with like two big guys as his uh, bodyguards. Then maybe I can see that. I'll pair him up with Paul Heyman. <laughs> Yeah, because that always what? fucking works out. Yeah. Cesaro, Ryback, Curtis Axel. <laughs> so, let's see. We've got a bunch of people for Neville, a bunch of people for Barrett. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I think we're all kind of on board with the same idea that this should at least be a very entertaining match. And that we like oh, this, both these this guys. This could be match of the night. It very it's much gonna, could be. It's going to be a match. <laughs> It'll be a match. All right, guys. Uh, part six, we're going to talk about Ryback and Bray Wyatt. Welcome to part six. It's time to talk about Ryback and Bray Wyatt. I don't give a shit about this feud whatsoever, and it kind of shows that WWE doesn't either, because they've put, like, no real effort into it. Bray Wyatt's just spitting a bunch of nonsense. They didn't even announce this on Monday Night Raw on the Go Home show. They waited until earlier today, which is we're recording this Wednesday night, to just put breaking news. That match that looked like it was going to happen, it's going to happen on WWE.com. And even when they did that, the person who makes the graphics on there didn't add the payback logo to it. <laughs> it's the only one that doesn't have the payback logo. Like they just do not give a shit. They usually label all their images, things like, uh, you know, a bunch of numbers and then like the pay-per-view and the date and different stuff like that. This one just says results. <laughs> it's like, they could not give a shit whatsoever about this match. So I don't either. And it's just going to be Bray Wyatt beating Ryback in the mid card throwaway bathroom break match. Zero interest whatsoever in this. Does anybody actually care? Or am I, like, I do. on an island here? It's the big guy. Uh, I, I want to care. I like Ryback, but I just can't. Um, but as you were just talking there, it made me think of something else that might be worth talking about. It seems like WWE is really set on trying out these uh, these network exclusive events, and they don't give a shit about the actual pay per view. I wonder if they're only doing these pay per views to fill, like, fulfill some kind of contract they have, and they're experimenting with doing these network only events. And if the long term idea for this is maybe like by WrestleMania next year to be only network exclusive. They do seem like they're putting a lot more interest and thought process out there for Elimination Chamber this fast than they did for mm -hmm. Payback. Mm -hmm. Well, that might actually be mm -hmm. a good point because they could WrestleMania is a big enough event where even if they scrap all of their other pay-per-views and make them network exclusives, they can still sell that on pay-per-view because network uh, networks are going to want it. And if they get a bigger piece of the pie from getting all these network subscribers then it might be worth it. Plus, they might be able to get more subscribers just by telling them, look, no more pay-per-views. You guys have to fucking buy the network. Mm-hmm. Then it comes all directly to them. It's, uh -huh. it's, a, it's a big gamble, and it's one of those things that, like, 10 years from now, you can either look back as, like, the most genius thing Vince McMahon ever did or, like, the dumbest thing that killed the company. Right. Although I think that they could probably get around with like backtracking if they needed to, they could probably just like if they wanted to try that out for a couple months, they could be like, "Well, you know what? This is going to be solely on the WWE network. You got to do this." And if a couple months down the line nobody's doing that, 
then they can just be like, we're going to bring this all, you know, this fucking Money in the Bank pay-per-view or whatever it is back to pay-per-view and, you know, WWE likes to change things up and they'll always advertise everything as we're taking a step forward. I think they realize that these... If you... If if you... If they take it off pay-per-view and then want to backtrack, they've upset their relationship with Time Warner, with Xfinity. Then they've got to renegotiate after upsetting them and they lose all their leverage Mm -hmm. because... They left them because they thought they could do better, couldn't do better. They've devalued the product. Now they're fucked if they want to get a better deal. I think they've already hurt themselves in the eyes of the of the uh, cable company providers with you the WWE Network's existence. I, I yeah, I mean, fact, what, what do you think is the is the market share for the net for enough for the network, but for the pay per view anyway? Right now, I mean, of the people who watch all of the pay per views, I'm guessing probably more people. Are, are viewing it through the network than any other way. After that, I'd probably say like illegal streams, and then after that, far far down, it was people who actually pay the fifty or sixty bucks for the pay per view through the cable company or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. what percentage of like that doesn't have to be? There can't be that many people still plunking down sixty dollars a month mm-hmm. for a fucking pay per view. I mean, they're stupid if they do. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's already like really cut into that. So I don't see. You know, I'm totally fine. I've you know I've been with the network since day one. So I, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with them moving everything to the network and not having the pay per view. It doesn't really affect me either way since I'm going to be seeing it all for ten bucks a month. So uh, nine ninety nine. Oh shit! I forgot to get my penny back. And keep in and keep in mind too. Right now, WWE's big um, money making plan with the network is to start packaging it with other cable providers, the same way that they have in Canada, the same way that I believe they were either trying to do in the UK or they already did. I'm not sure. I, I didn't follow along too much with that. I mean, their big plan going forward is to start selling the network as a package to cable providers. So, if that's going to be their big course of action later down the line, I think. You know, moving the pay-per-views to the network as exclusives. I mean, it might be it might be a viable option. You know, if if that's their plan, I think that's kind of I think they're just shifting their their uh, money tactics from pay-per-view to total package. You know, deals with with Time Warner with your Comcast. I think that's going to be the future for them. So oh, this is just the first step. <laughs> what was that? No, it's just might be a total package, Lex Luger. <laughs> I thought of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> But that uh, goes to show you, though, all these rematches and stuff and the little build that they've put towards Ryback and Bray Wyatt, like, if everybody didn't just already have the network, really give a shit. Is this going to, like, sell, you know? Well, I mean, aren't they doing a free – isn't this month free because of that? Well, no. I think people are really misunderstanding that or Mm -hmm. blowing it up. Like, what it is is that you get a free – trial if it is your first month like any streaming service does this spotify does it netflix does it hulu does it you, you get a 30-day free trial to try out the thing and see if you like it and then if you want to pay the premium subscription price you do it you yeah and you can't just keep re-signing up with a new one to keep uh getting the free one it's per account so but is, isn't this the, like the third time they've done it in 2015 yeah. it is no but most Here's of those companies Every- just do it consistently yeah you can do that anytime with netflix well, I think that that's minute. not yeah. stopping anything. Yeah, right. to, to be fair, though, is Netflix thirty days, or I thought it was two weeks? Because I know Hulu normally does two week free trials, right. and then well, after that, you got to buy what, whatever is it is. Home. Whatever it is, they offer a trial of some kind. That that's all it is. And like, I, I think WWE can be blamed sort of for 
the way they're marketing it because they are marketing it like, hey, it's free this month. Go check it out. It's free. And like that, that's not really the case. It's mm-hmm. so it, it is somewhat their fault. But I, I think people are getting way upset. Like, oh, man, I had to pay nine ninety nine and it's free. What the fuck? Like, no, it's, it's not how it works. <laughs> I'm not even upset. I mean, considering WWE is always promoting how many subscribers they have, the fact that they keep giving the 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 pay, the uh, months away for free a lot more than they really should worries me especially now that they don't have that whole thing where if you sign up you're you're stuck they're not for the giving away anything for free mm-hmm. it's a, it's a trial and and it's mm-hmm. and it's already proven to be a resounding success because you know what it is people sign up you have to use a credit card to sign up people forget to cancel and boom you you get at least one month or the people like it and they just stick around and they keep paying mm. okay because to be fair. I, I've said this a number of times, and I will go on record saying it again. The WWE Network, as a wrestling fan, is a very worthwhile investment, and I would recommend it to anybody. I and I mean, there is flat the- out just the, yeah. the alternative of paying six times the price for less is just, you know. I will say sense. this, though, and the one thing that's always bugged me about the network, more so WWE's business practices, is if, if their big thing is to push the network, why haven't they really gone forward with with you know the whole piracy thing with youtube and try to get all that uh content that gets put up there taken off i mean it's their own prerogative they have the right to they, shut they down do, a ch- they do police that pretty hard they just have people that don't know what the hell they're doing with that and they target things like the hottest divas and knockouts tournament instead of people uploading the matches yeah and right back is definitely winning <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I forgot we had a match. Uh, we were talking I, I about. Actually, unfortunately, I think Bray Wyatt's taking this one because yeah. they just want to seem to they seem to want to push him for some reason over and over again. They just keep wanting to push him. So yeah. I'm with Mikey P on this. I'm Me assuming too. Ryback's losing because Harper and Rowan are going to interfere. Same. Yeah, that makes sense too. I can see that. That'd be great. That'd be great for my team. I think Harper and Rowan cost Ryback the match, and I think next the next pay per view Ryback basically takes all three out. I think that's how they're setting it up, where you know Bray gets one win, and then Ryback gets the big win by you know not only taking out Bray but taking out Harper and Rowan. Oh as my well. god! Do you think he could get all three of them up for Shell Shock? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't <laughs> think he can even pick up Bray. I don't think he can get fucking one of them up the Fat Bastards. <laughs> the big win. <laughs> Poor Ryback. Awesome guy. Shit feud. God damn it, Bray. We actually got a good conversation out of this segment, though. Yeah. (laughs) If they still had the SmackDown brand and the World Heavyweight title, he'd have been champ, like, a year ago. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. He's World Heavyweight champ material. He would have been a champion. I don't know if he would have been a world champion. I think he would have been more, like, US or IC title. But... Then again, you know, when they pushed him and he was undefeated, they did month after month after month of him losing, so they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with Ryback. But uh, nonetheless, we are going to move on here. Part 7 is coming up next. We are going to talk about the Tag Team Championship 2 out of 3 falls match. WWE Tag Team Championship is going to be defended. The New Day's face and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro in a 2 out of 3 falls match. I'm very excited for this match. I think it's going to be one of the 2 or 3 best matches of the night. If not the best match of the night. Because these two teams can work well together. And 2 out of 3 falls just means they're going to have even more time. I like it. I'm totally down for it. New Day rocks. Hopefully they retain. You know what I hope they do? Because it's a 2 out of 3 falls match. That means we're most likely going to have 3 falls. And I hope that for each one of these three falls, the we days. get a different combination of New Day. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be good. 
And I hope that the last one where they retain Xavier Woods makes the pinfall because he seems to be super excited about holding the championship, even though he didn't win it to begin with. Like he's always holding the belt. Yeah. And it's like Kofi's just kind of like, ah, right, here you go, little guy. Like, you know, I've got enough of these. Yo, E, yo, E, look at Xavier. He thinks he's champion. <laughs> the guy is a champion. Uh. Oh, you know, it'd be funny if we gave him both titles. Ah, oh, look at him go. He's like, ah, look at these. I got two pennies. That's awesome. I am the tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else as excited about this match as I am? I think this also has potential to be match of the night. Um, both teams can go, especially uh, Cesaro and Kofi. The, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, high impact, and in the end, I'm probably going with Cesaro, but it's not confident uh, guess. Cesaro and Kid, I should say. I always forget about Kid. Cesaro is the tag team champions. Should be. Well, I'm pretty sure he would be if it was uh, according to... <laughs> Jim Neidhart. <laughs> Our, you guys should know by now we make up these stupid fucking characters based off of people. We've got mischievous Daniel Bryan. We've got disrespectful Roman Reigns. We've got annoying tourist Ryback. Well, the other day we were just bullshitting around and we thought of another one. It's frustrated father-in-law Jim Neidhart. Where his kind of thing is like, hey, TJ, what does that stand for? The jobber? <laughs> I love frustrating father-in-law Jim It's such a stupid thing Can't believe my daughter married a girl (laughs) Hey you can't talk back to me You're just a kid (laughs) Come here let me tell you a story When I used to be great (laughs) Hey it's TJ Kid The drummer kid I would love to see Jim Neidhart come out instead of Natalia and be the person that does that. It's just like the anti-manager. Oh, you know what, though? He would make a good manager for Kid. Like, for a singles run, fucking just bullies him around all day. <laughs> like, smacks him in the back of the head. What the hell yeah. are you thinking there in that match? <laughs> so you're saying they should just bring back Bill DeMott as a... Uh... <laughs> As a, as a manager. Tyson Kidd yeah. is just like, yeah, sorry about that, Dad. <laughs> you know they never do bring Jim Neidhart around. Because yeah, probably he's... because he's coked up on Yeah, for like, good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody watch when he was on Total Divas? I doubt no. it, but... There was, like, a total train wreck. And, like, Natalia's fucked up. Yeah, I like his life. <laughs> but it's like he's just sitting there in a hot tub talking about, like... Uh, you know, the good old days and stuff, and then they're like, yeah, you need to go to rehab. <laughs> it's just like, uh, all right. Neidhart's <laughs> a fucking interesting character, though. I would love to see, though, like, Xavier Woods on the outside doing the whole uh, banging on the canvas, you know, new day sucks, new day sucks, and Neidhart's uh, out there, and, uh, just fucking yelling at Tyson Kidd. No, TJ sucks. You should be winning this match. <laughs> I agree. I'm an advocate for this. Do it, WWE. What Tell do you guys think are the chances of them bringing in Jack Swagger as a third man against the New Day? Given the uh, the uh, whole anti-American thing that the uh, Cesaro and uh, Swagger used to have. I mean, he's not doing anything right now. If they ever wanted to do a six-man like feud between them and the New Day... 
when did well Swagger sucks. and Cesaro do an anti-American thing? <laughs> oh, real Americans, real Americans. Sorry. Oh, you mean the total opposite? Okay. Fuck yeah, America! Yeah, yeah. I, knew it was, I knew it was something Americans. I was like, un-Americans. I we I, the people fucking hate America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might work. There's some stupid people taking photos of themselves standing on the flag and posting it all over Facebook recently. Oh yeah, and I saw the the reply to that was uh, this muddy pair of boots. And the caption said, you'll never see these boots walking on the flag. Hey, at least it wasn't muddy dicks. <laughs> Did you just lick it? <laughs> <laughs> so, New Day, Tyson, Kid, Cesaro, title is going to change, or they're going to stay the same? I don't think we're going to get new titles, but... Um, Damn, that's shocking, because he's a terrible that's, that's champion. Yeah, we need new titles. <laughs> I'm going with Cesaro and Kid, but it's not with any confidence. So, do you think they'll keep turning uh, back and forth for a while, or do you think there's going to be a new team entering the mix when it comes to that? I just said I've got no confidence. How the fuck do I know? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think Cesaro and Kid are going to take it back in this one. Um, I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. I, I thought you were done. That yeah, was okay. I think New Day well, is we also retaining got to the here. next month. And that's oh, okay. <laughs> I think New Day is retaining. Uh, I think they're going to exhibit even more heelish tendencies uh, than they have been lately. Uh, I think they're going to crank it up a notch with the, with the heel tactics there. Uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro are already over with the crowd. You know, I think they're just trying to build heat with New Day and you know the the whole comic antics of them and you know their celebrations and stuff. I think they're going to keep that up because I think that's really working. So I'm picking the New Day. New Day. I think we need to see if New Day can survive without those titles, though. If they can keep this shtick up. Well, there is the Elimination Chamber. I think if anything's going to change hands, it'll happen there. Uh, but fine. I don't think it will. I don't. I think New Day's retaining both here and at Elimination Chamber because the Intercontinental Title is going to be decided then. That's good enough. I just really like the uh, the over over celebratory heel characters, like like when Bo Dallas was doing that. You know, just just anybody is like. They they win by treacherous means, and then they're just so proud of themselves, what if, know, what, whether they cheat if, or not. What if Bo Dallas wins the Intercontinental Title Elimination Chamber match, and then <laughs> I like, would love that. We just have like both of them celebrating with each other like the next few weeks. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm, and I'm Seth Rollins okay. is just around in the back, just fucking looking <laughs> disgusted. Oh fuck! And then he like turns the corner, and then there's like J and J clapping him, like ah, thanks guys, thanks guys. <laughs> Oh, J and J, another tag team that could be in the. Uh, oh, that'd be fucking amazing. That'd could that'd happen. Be amazing. <laughs> that'd Here's be the so thing: good. if they won the belts, I wouldn't be against it. I would be because the new day is awesome. But yeah, if this was like change, at a time yeah. period where we didn't have really a strong set, I'd be fine with it. I can't think they suck. I wouldn't want to see him wrestle all the time, but I'd be okay with them holding it, and they'd always find excuses not to defend the belts. Yo, fuck the internet, man. How much was everybody hating on New Day? Like, just like two months ago. Oh, it's because they were opposite type of characters. I mean, think about how much more over the Americans would have been if they were the What are they doing that's any different? They, they, they just clap and chuck and jive. Okay, and, like, they do a lot of different. They're <laughs> being obnoxious deliberately now. What were they doing before? They were trying to get people to actually chant and we're trying to be the happy-go-lucky baby faces. Now they're genuinely being pricks about it. 
people still boo- yeah people still boo them but we want to boo them it's not like it's not like before where they were forcing us to cheer for them i mean they're not baby faces they're still heels we just like booing them you know it's not bad it's not the bad kind of heat hmm. and i think ken and cesaro they've already had their time no, I think they have more time. I don't think they've yet reached their their apex yet. Yeah, I think, that, yeah, I think that's going to be one of the tag teams of this you, generation. What are you going to have them do afterwards if they already hit their peak, Tony? Have them feud with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan for the titles. Yep, that's mm-hmm. not nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you because know, they don't have the titles. Yeah, right now they're a reliable babyface team that still puts on great matches that the fans are really getting into. I. I don't know where else they can go from there. I, I'm not saying they've already reached their peak, but what does it mean to reach the peak in the tag team division? You just hold on to the belts for an obscene amount of time and then eventually lose them? Like it, it, the, only, the only real uh, best-case scenario is that they both get broken up and they both go on singles runs, and we know nothing's going to come out of that because why? why? Why would they start pushing Cesaro and Kidda singles now? So... I, win or lose, either or, they're going to be fan favorites. They're going to be good no matter what. As far as the belts and the and the actual titles themselves, uh, the win, um, I think right now they've really caught on something with the new day, good or bad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna say that they're gonna hold on to the belts. I'm gonna go with new day as well. So we got some different opinions here about titles changing hands or not. That'll be interesting as well. Uh, part eight. It's going to be, unfortunately, just a block, kind of a rematch, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. Again, this time, without a gimmick. So it doesn't matter if you do a gimmick anyway, because WWE doesn't follow through with it. This time, they just figured, fuck it, we won't even bother. Uh, I am not interested in this match, again, because I don't like Sheamus, and that match that they had at Extreme Rules was just shitting all over this, so couldn't care less. I think Sheamus is going to win the Intercontinental Championship at Elimination Chamber, so either Ziggler just wins this here and they kind of keep this going where Ziggler can beat Sheamus and then Sheamus beats him down afterward, or Sheamus just beats Ziggler here. I think that's more likely what's going to happen. Sheamus just wins. This doesn't matter. It's not that entertaining. Poor Ziggler. I'm having an easier time tolerating this feud now. I'm not sure why. Uh, I think they had one bad outing in the ring, but as far as the week-to-week segments, they've not been bad. For the most part, it's been Let's Brawl. And Sheamus got opened up the hard way once, and that's always good. I mean, these two can put on a good match. I just think that this feud sucks. This was a feud for 2012. Like, i so beyond this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would file this one under who cares. I mean, like Tony, I, I don't really like Sheamus. I, I like seeing Dolph Ziggler in the ring. I like the way he moves. But uh, I'm not really <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm not really looking forward to this one. Like Tony said, you know, it's a rematch. It's without a stipulation, so there's really no benefit. But I'm thinking if I had to pick somebody, I'd probably pick Sheamus winning now. Um and again, I think, like Tony said, I think this one is is leading Sheamus just so he has some momentum, so that when he goes for the icy belt, that he'll have that momentum going behind him. Sheamus wins. Same. Dolph loses. Who gives a fuck? Yep. Lol, Sheamus wins. Yeah, 
So yeah, well, is this Sheamus is, is going to win? Is this one step above or one step below the Ryback Bray Wyatt match? Or are they both kind of on the same level of who They're on the same shit? level? Yeah, yeah, I care. I, I care about below. a lot of the matches. I see it significantly below. Mm-hmm. There's been no build to the Ryback um, Bray Wyatt match yet. This one still fucking somehow manages to stink even more. Yeah, yeah. because these guys have been. I think it's because these guys have been around for so long. It's like. At least the idea of Ryback versus Bray Wyatt is new to an extent. Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler, I, I feel like I've seen these guys wrestle each other before. It, maybe I have, maybe I haven't, but they've been around for so long in, the, in that position, that mid-card hell. I, I feel like I've seen it before. You know why this match stinks? Because it's got the stench of Sheamus's arse and his thigh and his ball sweat all over it. It's I mean, tough to call which one's higher up because I think in WWE's mind the Bray Wyatt one is lower because these two are going to be in the Intercontinental Elimination Chamber match most likely and those two those two meaning uh, Ryback and Bray Wyatt probably aren't but as much as I think Ziggler and Sheamus will have a better match than Ryback and Bray Wyatt I'm almost more interested in the Ryback one because I kind of want to see where they go after this shitty uh, payback pay-per-view. With Ziggler and Sheamus, I don't want these two feuding anymore. Like, I've already seen what I feel is probably the best that they can possibly bring out on this feud. They're not changing really anything up. It's still, Sheamus says he doesn't like these smaller guys, and Ziggler has, hey, fuck you, buddy, and then they fight. So, you know what? If you can't think of any kind of a story to go with this any better, then I'm done. You, you've had a month and a half, two months, whatever. You're not winning me over. Right back in Bray Wyatt, they haven't won me over either, but maybe there's a chance that this feud gets taken into a different direction. It's still going to be the first match that they've had. So, you know. Either way, both of these are throwaway matches to me. Yeah, with both I, matches, I I think they have potential to be good matches because they're all decent workers, you know. But I, it's just so hard for me to be invested to give a damn about either feud. I mean, they haven't done anything to want me to, oh, my God, I can't miss that match. It's just like, I'm going to watch it. It might be good. But even if it's a really good match, I'm going to be like, okay, what did that matter? Nothing, because the story sucks. I, I kind of disagree with a lot of you guys on this, mainly because, I don't know, I actually think that this will be a, a great pay-per-view. I think all the matches have, will be great as well. I don't, I don't know. Just when it comes to the Dolph Ziggler or Sheamus match, I'm looking at it, at it more as I like these two wrestling. It makes sense that they're wrestling, and the story behind it, it's okay. So, and the same with Bray Wyatt and uh, Ryback. I've I've been I hate I'm not a big fan of uh, Bray Wyatt, but hey, you know they could pull a sleeper out of that match. You know Ryback's the big guy. You know he's a, he's a big powerhouse. You know, the greatest wrestler in the history of WWE, so hey, you never know. You might be able to pull a sleeper out of it. Hey, if Ryback could pull a great match out of Bray Wyatt, I think uh, I think we have big uh, plans for the big guy going forward. So I don't, I don't know. think Ryback knows how to do a sleeper. I, I think you don't think he knows Tom Bray Wyatt do a sleeper too much. I, I feel like he, I, I don't think his arms could uh, fit perfectly around the guy's neck to do a sleeper hold. I think that would be the issue. What did he refer I to mean, himself as before three-time WWE champion or something? <laughs> If he's a five-time, and uh, he did it for the Big Bambi. You know, him and his friend. I've enjoyed all of Bray Wyatt's matches so far in the WWE. I don't know what, why you guys hate on him so much. Yeah, I mean, you remember that sleeper match he had with uh, Undertaker? That uh, was 
That was the best match I've ever. I, I enjoyed that match. I don't know. I actually liked that match too. I don't know why everyone hates on it so much. I think it's because they're so used to it. Was uh, being, they've been conditioned. They've been conditioned to see like fantastic Undertaker matches. He's allowed to have so a normal match. Yeah, no, but the thing is, it was just average. That was the thing. It was there was something yeah. good or bad about it. It was just average. But you're saying that average. it was rather good, but it was just average. Why are you saying if it's good if it was average? It was a solid match. Nothing wrong with I it. I thought it was good. If there's nothing fine. wrong with it, that doesn't mean it's bad. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions at a fast pace. Hey, how do you think like those like people on CNN they, they just do that so you can't defend yourself? You're short and you smell funny. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure that's James smell? you smelling? No, because isn't he just this whole thing's about not being short? No, the whole thing's about him smelling like ours, apparently. Yeah. I'm gonna say Seamus by distraction roll up because fuck the fans. Who's gonna be the distraction? I don't know, JBL. Who gives a shit? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> that would be great if they had acknowledged it that way. Like, JBL stands up and he's like, yo, Dolph. And he's like, fuck you doing? And he's like, ah, you know, who gives a shit? And he's like, oh, okay. Dolph, yo, where's my $10 you owe me? Oh, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is it really worse than having, like, a TV explode or something? Is that really the worst ending they could have for a match? I think it would be funny. <laughs> It'd be even funnier in this match because it's not uh, not at like a no DQ match if a TV just fucking explodes. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, a TV exploded out of nowhere. What the fuck's this doing in the ring? No, the Jared Charles just randomly shows up in the middle of the ring and explodes. JBL, why did you throw a TV into the ring? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be the uh, new LED screen that they have down there in the ring apron. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a match held inside a Rena Center. JBL, why did you just throw the monitor? Because I'm sick of using these fucking block things. It's not the 90s anymore. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got better quality on my goddamn phone. <laughs> Get rid of these things. <laughs> All they do is explode and take up time when people have to dismantle the fucking commentary table and gouge they, up Randy Orton's back. I mean, they can't be they can't be easy to find at this point in 2015, and 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 in that regard, expensive, um, inexpensive. Then they probably have to go out of their way to find that specific brand of TV. I bet WWE's like just bought them in bulk, and that's why they're using them still until they can get rid of them all. <laughs> Do we ever get to see them on, or are they just props? Is there actually anything on the screen? No, those are props. They use iPads now. That's what I thought. <laughs> They've got iPads in those little cages. They <laughs> 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 just have them duct taped in there. No, they're watching. They're watching Raw on the on the WWE app. That's how they're able to keep <laughs> track of everything. Oh God! So Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus. There you go. Those are our predictions for that. We got a couple more. We have three more, I think, matches left to do. Tim, uh, Tamina and Naomi are going to face uh, Bella Twins in the next part. So stay tuned. Click on the next video, everybody. We are continuing on with Payback, part nine. Naoma and Tamini. I guess that's what our variation of her name would be. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, Naomi and Tamina Snuka versus the Bella Twins. This is not for the tag... I'm not the tag titles. Of course it's not for the tag titles. This is not for the Divas title. It's just a random tag match. And it goes to show how much of a filler pay-per-view payback is because this is a match that would normally go on Raw. But instead, we're getting this. It makes sense to an extent. Payback, you know, who gives a shit? We already talked about that before, so whatever. But um, I'm thinking Naomi and Tamina win here. Unless Paige makes an interference. 
she could be coming back here. You know, I don't know how long her filming schedule it is for that stupid elf movie that she's going to be doing, but I could see her coming into play here and maybe costing the match for Naomi and Tamina. Maybe that way she has a triple threat match at Money in the Bank, Nikki Bella versus Paige versus Naomi. Paige still has that title shot that she owes, so something will happen there, and I don't know if that'll just come into play now or in the weeks leading up to Money in the Bank, but Bella Twins could win too. I mean, it's a tag match. It doesn't matter. There's nothing on the line here. Nobody's careers are in jeopardy. I highly doubt that the Bella Twins are going to do anything crazy here or Naomi and Tamina are going to do anything crazy. This is just filler, but she'd be okay. You know, I'm not too down on it. But you guys, are you interested in this match, or is it blah because it's just a tag match, or what? Did you say it's the Bella blah Twins because it's the Divas. Yep, Bella Twins and Naomi and Tamina. I'm going with the one with the implants, then. Well, it's not a fatal four-way. It's a tag match. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the manly-looking dudes. They're going to win. Naomi and uh, the other one. Snucker, yeah. They're winning. The manly looking dudes. <laughs> what a terrible tag team. <laughs> yeah, this is why that every time we do a Divas segment or a Divas match review, if you notice, there's a fucking down vote. <laughs> it always ends up being like, well, let's talk about Ryback and stuff. Yeah, they can go this direction or this direction or whatever. Let's talk about the Divas. That's going to suck. <laughs> Just... Here's the thing. You know there's no direction for them, so you don't ever get invested. I'm more invested in the... Also, they're terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I'm more into Bailey versus Emma than this. For Emma. Sasha Banks and... uh, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. This one, not so much. Uh, I, I again, like I said with the other matches, those were kind of file under who don't who who cares or I don't care. Uh, and I'd have to say this one is in the same distinction. If I had to pick, I'd probably say uh, Tamini and Naoma beat the Bellers. But other than that, I don't know. It's probably going to go five minutes, and it's going to be forgettable. And it's just something they should have done on Raw. Yeah, Naoma and Cameron get around. <laughs> Cameron just pops up. Wait a minute! It, I thought Cameron was in this matchup. You said it was Naomi and Tamina. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tamini. Ah, negative. Well, no, no. no Naomi and Cameron. Uh, on win. one hand, it's Tamina, but Naomi. It's hard to vote against that ass, though. Um, now I'm gonna stick with the Bellas. I mean, I'm gonna stick with the uh, the boobs, McGee, on this one. I'm gonna go with the. Uh... I'm going to go with the bathroom to be the winner of this match. Me too, but like I said, I think there are different reasons for that, given my choice of of, uh, of winner in this matchup. But I'm sure the bathroom is going to be the loser. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel bad for that. Uh, I think that people know. are going to shit all over the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they won't shit all over this match after all. Maybe they'll pull out a, a clean match, you know. I'm a little down in the dumps. <laughs> uh, uh. You wait till the John Cena and Rusev. Yeah, no one's gonna tear the house down. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, if um, 
we have a triple threat at Money in the Bank, like I'm trying to predict, I guess you could say. Do you think that it's time for Nikki Ball to drop it? And if so, does she drop it to Paige, or does she just drop it to Naomi? Well, she's not going to drop it to Naomi because she's black. Why? What does that have to do with it? Alright, so just edit this part out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, now I'm curious. Why can't she win? <laughs> Alicia Fox has won it. <laughs> is this is the she? WWE title here. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time a diva was announced? <laughs> when was... Are you sure Alicia Fox has won it? Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. won it. She's won it twice, she's I think, won it right? multiple times, yeah. I don't remember but, her ever winning I, it. I don't remember pretty sure... Well, hold on, pretty she, sure she, Pretty she sure won it Jazz back. was a woman's title. Layla was a Divas title winner. Like, oh, Layla's not black though. Yeah, and and she Alicia can. Fox, I think, won it back when it was still split between the women's title and the Divas title. So the Divas, the, the Divas title was kind of like the world heavyweight title. Oh, of Alicia titles. Fox won it semi recently. Recently, really? Huh. She won it like semi recently, like within the last couple of years. No, I don't think it was that recent, but I think it was like 2011, maybe 2010. She won it. Okay, whatever. That. But still, fuck. Uh, who who cares? I'll be recent enough for the. We're, we're editing style. this out, right? No. <laughs> this is the most discussion that we've had so far in this segment. <laughs> God damn it! Layla was in 2012, and Layla's not black. She's, she's tanned. Who cares? It doesn't matter, Sean. Alicia Fox was 2010. It's been a while, but she's won it. So why can't Naomi win it? Yeah. So this was pre-title situation, I believe. What's her explanation, Sean? She's a different shade of black. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're yeah, so like trying to make me do that, right? <laughs> but I'm not anyway, because I don't look bad. You do. But <laughs> I'm Tony Mango, and I hate that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, you know, it's a terrible thing you said that, Sean, but uh, I'm not going to edit it out because, you know, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I got enough yeah, editing to do on this. Nowadays. <laughs> you don't got any editing to do on this. You're just going to stick it on Windows Movie Maker and upload it. <laughs> Not even After Effects. Oh yeah, all those effects that I need to throw in there, all the fucking explosions and shit. Some pyro. Yeah. You gotta edit out that green screen footage that we have. Like, that was great. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to something that I'm gonna shit all over again. What do you mean? The, that, that was some riveting conversation, Tony. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> just stay with this. Oh, you should hear the parts that I uh, I edited out, too. Yeah, that'll happen. All right, guys. Next part, part nine. No, we're on part nine right now. Part ten. I quit match. U.S. title. John Cena versus Rusev. All right, no, guys. I quit this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, folks. Mike Hayden's a free agent. I'd like to offer you a job, Mike. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go get you fantasy league. I don't want to hear that about that fucking job. Okay. Yeah, what you gonna pay for him? <laughs> Same rate I'm being paid. <laughs> oh, sweet. You take a deep breath every night. All right, guys, United States Championship, I quit match, John Cena versus Rusev. We're all going with John Cena here, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a part of me that wants to believe that some reason they're doing this fourth match is because Rusev's winning, and part of me wants to believe that he's somehow going to play John Cena's audio and have him quit like they did with Mankind, but the reality of it is Lana gets involved, Rusev gets distracted, uh, which leads to Cena probably getting in some modified STF with a weapon, and he taps. And then he pushes Lana away, completely splits away from her. 
Yeah. There's, o- there's only one way I could see them salvaging this. And yes, full disclosure, I am quoting this from another show, but I don't think anybody's going to bring up the possibility of maybe Rusev winning because he actually holds Lana like hostage of sorts and threatens to do something to her if Cena doesn't quit. And then Cena quits to save, you know, the fair maiden and he walks away with the belt. He throws Lana to the side and, you know, Rusev can salvage this feud without looking without making John Cena look weak because technically it, it just means that now they're even, but Rusev gets to walk away with the belt. What show is that? Was it Jason's? <laughs> I could hear you smiling when you said that. <laughs> you could hear the snark. <laughs> snark out there. They're snarfing with it, too. <laughs> the snark monster. <laughs> I'd be interested in that, taking... but you know what? At the same time, I don't want to see Rusev as the U.S. champion anymore. I'm liking what John Cena's doing with this. Yeah, yeah. I just I haven't liked any of this so far. I didn't like their fast lane match. Didn't like Mania. Didn't like Extreme Rules. So I'm not gonna like this one. These two don't wash, uh, don't work well together to me. And I would just really wish that they would have done something different. Mm-hmm. You know, John Cena's had good matches against everybody so far, except for Rusev. He's had okay matches. I wouldn't you know, say he's had good matches every. With this U.S. title thing, I think all of his oh. matches have been entertaining. He wrestled Kane, and that wasn't Kane. even a bad match. Ugh, well, Kane's not a bad wrestler either. He's not? No. He's had fairly average matches overall. I think his matches have kind of gotten better with working with the mid-card. But, I mean, Rusev has a certain style to his wrestling. I mean, he's a monster. And, you know, there's only so far you can take a guy like that. I don't think Rusev's a bad worker. It's just his style doesn't mesh with with John Cena. It, it's like when Bray Wyatt uh, feuded with Chris Jericho. They're not bad workers. It's just that they, to me, they didn't mesh well in their matches either. You no, know? Bray Wyatt sucks. Eh. Here's the biggest issue with no. these two. Alright, so Roos is a dominant heel. John Cena, we need to, and I know this is hard, buddy, sell. <laughs> He's like, how about if I don't, and then I just get an, a, uh, an AA and win? You know who Rusev <laughs> would have an amazing match with? Hulk Hogan. Not like now, but Hulk Hogan in this time. <laughs> I was going to say, Rusev would have a great match with Hogan in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying like 1988 Hulk Hogan, not 2015 Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, this has, this has WrestleMania 2 written all over it. I know it isn't saying much because he can do it with anyone, but Sean could get a good match out of this guy. And I mean like an old school big man versus little man match. Is Sean taller? Oh shit, that, I forget. He's released. He's not like a tall guy. He's just really stocky, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Rusev's not that big. He might have to like crouch down a little bit to hit Sweet Dream Music on Rusev. It, de- it depends if Sean has lifts in his boots that evening or not. And we are talking about Michaels, right? Now we're no, talking about Stasiak. About <laughs> no, I, 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 I Sean there, Walker. Was, yeah, we have yeah. Sean in our group. I was wondering, like, I'm five the- foot eleven, by the okay. way. You're five eleven. I pictured you shorter than that. I thought we were talking about no. Sean Morley. I'm five eleven. I'm five too. foot eleven. Before my knee surgery, I was six foot one. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have your knees removed? Uh, I have had half my kneecap removed. Yeah. You had the Cotton Hill surgery. <laughs> so wait, so wait, is it only one knee that you had it removed on, or is it both knees? It's, it's the right knee. So wait, that's so why I walk with a limp. You had to like wow, so limp a little bit, so like. That's why I walk with a limp. 
So uh, when you're standing on your one side, you're six foot one. When you're standing on the other side, you're five eleven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my, my left knee just my left knee adjusted after time. Miguel had that mad smoker's lap. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to hold it back because I didn't want to laugh into the uh, into that's, the microphone. That's why I'm gonna have a knee surgery on my left leg is to accommodate for my height change. So is it gonna bring that one down or is it gonna bring that? Yeah, one down? no, it's gonna. It's the sun in a way a couple of inches off the left leg. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's something's just gonna make it worse. It's gonna make it worse. Yeah. Just put a permanent lift in your shoe. Like buy 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 one shoe that's like three inches taller just to even it out. Yeah. Because I got worse knees than Kevin Nash. You like Daredevil? Figure out how to do Stiltman. Well, if your knees are already bad, then why are you trying to take away more of them? What the fuck? Because I'm in constant pain with them. What kind of medicine do they have in Wales? Oils. Uh, naproxen. <laughs> Specific medicine. <laughs> there you go. Hey, doc, I've got this lump on my chest. Ah, naproxen. Oh, hey, doc, uh, got two fake naproxen. Naproxen and morphine is what I think. <laughs> is, that like the, is that like the European equivalent of like a Z-Pack? <laughs> I did not expect that answer. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm slamming it though. Like the idea of that—that's the type of medicine that they have for everything. It's like, oh my my three year old has an ear infection. Here's naproxen. <laughs> I'm a little uh, heartbroken. Is there anything that you can do with like an antidepressant? No, but I got naproxen. <laughs> Poor Sean. It's like the preparation aids and codeine of 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 the Europe. You just use it for everything. I love even I more that this has nothing codeine. to do with Cena and Rusev because fuck those two. I can't take codeine. I'm allergic to it. For the record, I have not been laughing at you, Sean. I've had my mic muted. I thought you were gonna say laughing out. with you. <laughs> it's hard to laugh when you got chicken in your mouth. You done with that chicken, by the way? Oh, it was delicious. Thank oh, you for okay. asking. What type of chicken was it? Buffalo chicken. It was uh, broccoli cheddar chicken. How can you have buffalo chicken? Some reason I thought you were going to I had Brock Lesnar chicken. Oh, that was the most un-American thing I've ever heard somebody say. You what? mean since uh, Cesaro have- and Swagger were attacking you? That's right. How can you have buffalo chicken? Buffalo, uh, it's like a hot sauce. It's like a buttery hot sauce. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Butter? No. They don't, they don't have buffalo sauce. They have the Brock's. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in agreement. Cena wins by a shitty stunner setup and then AA. Well, no, it's not a quick match, so he's got to win with an SDF. (laughs) Cena's going to win with that. Cena's going to win with that awful stunner somehow. (laughs) Russo just gets a mic and he's like, I quit. I give up on this fucking feud. It's terrible. Yeah. Somebody give me some naproxen. Can I please move on to another feud? I just quit this whole thing. I'll just win the Intercontinental title. Fuck you guys. Yes, but we gotta take your girl away from you, Rusev. Oh, that's fine. As long as it gets me out of the Cena feud. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you guys think is gonna happen with this. If you're in agreement that John Cena is going to retain through normal bullshit, or if you think something crazy is gonna happen, or if duct tape's gonna be involved, or... If you uh, are from Wales and you have any other medicines out there other than naproxen or something, <laughs> yeah, we got we got shit in them. Do you want me to list all the medicine I'm on? Maybe you have days. Yes. Really? 
Alright then. <laughs> on I an all talk on... show episode. <laughs> Alright. I'll I'll see it for the next all talk show, yeah. <laughs> That'll be the entire that... episode. I'm just imagining that big bunch of folded paper that Chris Jericho had in that WCW promo where he lists <laughs> the thousand and one moves. Whilst he's listening, listing off the fucking uh, list, he's saying armbar still. Wow, so I, I did a Google search for naproxen, and it actually does seem to like treat everything. So this is what it says. <laughs> Treats fever and pain, including pain caused by arthritis, gout, menstrual cramps, tendonitis, headache, backache, and toothache. So it's aspirin, basically. Um, actually, actually, it's um, it's Aleve. Aleve oh. is a form of naproxen here in the United States. Does it do anything for testicular fortitude? <laughs> <laughs> Gets it fired. That's for sure. All right, we have one more match to talk about on this card. In part 11, we are going to talk about the fatal four-way match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, so stay tuned, everybody. Welcome back to the final part of our payback predictions. This is, of course, the main event of the night. Of course, it's going to be the main event of the pay-per-view, unless something's fucked up. But the WWE World Heavyweight Championship fatal four-way match, uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, and another stipulation to it is that if Seth Rollins does not retain the title, Kane is fired from the authority. So that should prove right there that, that either Rollins is not going to retain the title and they're going to do something with Kane, or that this is just a means to keep the title on Rollins. Is that an official stipulation? Yep. Is that is that like written on .com's description of the match? I'm um, pretty sure it is. Uh, double check. I yeah, I think so. H, it was potential consequences. Yeah, it seemed like it was just a passing thing he said to him on Raw, like you know, to make sure he's on the team. I don't think that's like an actual thing. Let me double check just to be sure, but I think that they might have said something about that, either like in one of the articles or they said it on there entirely. It does say yeah, it was on in, uh, the same article where one of the bushwhackers died on the uh, <laughs> on the homepage thing for the matches. It does say at WWE uh, Payback, blah 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 blah, with Kane's job at stake. It does say that you are and, correct. Yeah, fatal four way. If Rollins does not retain, Kane will be fired. So yep, official. And uh, I think that, that kind of just sells that Seth Rollins is retaining here. And you know what? I thought he was going to retain anyway, so that's not really that much of a surprise. But um, I think this will be a good match. And I think that the only problem is going to be the fact that they'll probably overbook it. Mm. You know, you'll have Roman Reigns. He has to look strong, but you can't screw up Orton. But Dean Ambrose is popular, so we can't just make him you know, explode TVs all over the place, and Seth Rollins has to win, and Kane's got to get involved at some point, which means Triple H probably will, and J&J Security probably will. You know, this is going to be crazy. The, re the reason Dean Ambrose is in the match is so he can take the fall. I agree. Oh. They don't want to make anybody look bad, so they put Dean Ambrose in there. He's a fan favorite. They can afford to have him take the fall. This damn salmon monster keeps showing up. I'm not actually buying into that theory. <laughs> I think Orton's taking the fall. No, I, I think they're, they're keeping Orton strong so they can put him against Reigns. I think that's going to be the big match going into SummerSlam is going to be Reigns versus Orton, Babyface versus Babyface. Yeah, because that did so fucking well last time. Well, back then Orton was the heel. Now he's the Babyface. No. <laughs> yeah, fuck you too. Now, I'm thinking that Roman Reigns spears Randy Orton or somebody like that, and then Rollins capitalizes, or something crazy happens where, you know, Rollins doesn't look that strong, but he wins. To be fair, Tony, when doesn't Roman Reigns do a spear? That's all he does is spear after spear after spear. And it's then a, a, and then an old Superman punch, and then another spear. 
It's I a pretty, must have missed that match cool where he uh, did a dive over the ropes. I forgot he did that. Don't forget that kick. Or I must, I must have thought yeah, it was someone else. Oh, on the Samoan drop. I remember that time he tipped a table on a guy? Remember that time he did a suplex? <sighs> so the Big Show is definitely screwing Remember that time he went, somebody over. That's right, Big Show that. could be a part, part of this too. Big Show hasn't been seen big, in a while. Big Show knocks out bloody Roman Reigns. Big Show comes out of his guns and shoots everyone. They should do that. Maybe Big Show comes out and uh, does something with Kane. I don't know. I, don't I think know. that that's a possibility. You know, Kane's going to do something with the Authority soon. Either he's going to have a title match against Seth Rollins, or he's going to fight Big Show. I think. By the way, Seth Rollins is dead. No. No. Uh, that ain't gonna happen, sport. You guys think Rollins is losing? No way. Uh, Ro- Rollins is gonna retain. No. The belt. <laughs> 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 nah, seriously though, I've got uh, Seth winning this without a shadow of a doubt. I don't think Kane's actually gonna play too much into it. Why he he has in every other match for Seth Rollins? Yeah, now his career's on the line. No, I think, like, outside of, like, a brief distraction, he's like, there's not going to be any major consequences of Kane. Major consequences of Kane. That sounds like an awesome book. Ways <laughs> to play bass for major consequences of Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it would be, like, the uh, the sequel to Atlas Shrugged. Like, some really <laughs> long fucking political book. Yeah, exactly. Major consequences of Kane. The documentary oh, no, of I'm Citizen sorry. Kane. It just be his new persona is Consequences Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and he just come out in like American flag shorts and boxing gloves. Damn, did Miguel laugh or was that Kaylin? Because that was a total Miguel laugh. <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll take it. I would love to see Consequences Kane. He said Consequences Kane. No, I was going to see that, yeah. Park. Consequences Kane is even better. Well, I was going to say Creed, and then it made me think of the Creed movie that's coming out soon, so maybe Kane can be Creed in Consequences. Oh, uh, God. He would be involved in that a lot more, at the very least. They could put him They could put him with um, our truth, and they could be Truth and Consequences. Truth and Consequences, Kane. <laughs> Anybody that's think like that a- the title's going to change hands here, though? Nah. No. Uh, nope. That ain't me, do. Uh-uh. Do we even want to humor the idea of them reuniting the shield, or do we not even want to mention it? I have no faith in that happening whatsoever. I think me that's either. total scoop, 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 that's scuttlebutt. Could be Jeffel Zone? Could be Jeffel Zone. I, I agree with Triple Tony, H. and I agree with Tony's echo on Drew's mode, and... <laughs> it's not my echo, I'm telling you that, dude. It ain't me. It was me. <laughs> There's been so many times somebody not, said something that makes true. me think of a song tonight. <laughs> you guys, you guys, it's not true. Uh, you referencing something? I can't recall. At least not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to call something, you can call 201-567-4211. Or you can also call somebody's plants. You can talk to <laughs> Somebody's mama. Oh, man. So Seth the Rollins, uh, we kind of assume... That, yeah, I kind of watched that the whole night. Seth Rollins. Uh, 
Seth Rollins is probably going to retain the title here, and um, I'm more interested in what's going to happen with the Elimination Chamber. They said that he's going to be defending the title, but they are not going to be doing that in an Elimination Chamber match. So who's he going to fight? Is that going to be Kane's spot, or is he going to get a singles match against one of the three people in this match? If so, kind of assuming maybe Dean Ambrose, maybe Roman Reigns, not so much Randy Orton. But Money in the Bank will be very interesting, too, because I would assume, of course, Ambrose, Reigns, Orton, Kane, Big Show, a lot of these guys could potentially be in the Money in the Bank. Rusev could be as well, too. That's tough, man. Uh, This is going to be really confusing, and I hope WWE has a plan here instead of just doing things on a whim. Fuck whims. So that'll do us in for payback. Make sure you guys tell us what you think about all these matches. Go back, leave your comments on all the different avenues that you can. Be sure to check out the live coverage that we're going to be doing on smartoutmoment.com during the pay-per-view Sunday night. You can chat alongside us uh, doing that coverage with the chat sidebar. And, of course, next week we will go through everything with the review side and talk about all that other stuff too. But we have one more part to do in episode 182. We're going to do Fantasy League in part 12. Stay tuned. Welcome to part 12, the final part of episode 182. That means it's time for the WWE Fantasy League. So, Peyton, what do we need to be aware of? What's the current standings? What's going on? And what's up? What's up? What's up? Well, we're certainly uh, having an interesting first session for our third year of our Fantasy League here. Uh, getting up towards the end of it with payback being this Sunday. All we have left is SmackDown on Friday and that. And as such, the points, I don't think in any time we've done this, we've had points be so close. Uh, down in last place is Sean Walker's new face of gravity with 121. Here's the thing. He's down in last place, but only seven points separates him in second place. Because up ahead of him in fifth, we have Steven Wago's Ricky the Team Boat with 126. Drew White's fucking shitheaded losers in third with 127. Tony Mango's Tony's Tykes 2 in second place, appropriately, with 128. And my team, our time is now, with 179. John Cena still going strong for me. Dean Ambrose not having a bad month either. Uh, but what are we thinking about our teams heading into this Sunday for payback? Here's our last chance to make any changes before that big event. So let's see what we got on deck for that. Drew actually holds the top priority for it. So, Drew, is there anything you're looking to do? Yes, and before I actually do my uh, little transaction here, does anyone want Daniel Bryan? I mean, come on. He's a great guy to have, guys. I promise you that much. No. Nope. No takers? No takers? I don't, I don't know if you heard the news. <laughs> No takers? No takers? Oh, by the way, Sean, he doesn't lose points, so uh, happy days. I don't know if you knew that. But uh, for my uh, transaction, I'm going to drop Nikki Bella, and I'm going to pick up Eric Rowan. So, Drew. You're going to hold on to Daniel Bryan? Yep. You do realize he loses points, so for not showing up. You do realize he's not going to be out for six months like he was last year. Based on what? Based on reports, I believe those over anything else. So, yeah. You I'm know, the same reports that are don't, saying the shield are turning. Nope. But you remember last year when they said that he was going to have uh, 
uh, Tommy John surgery and that didn't happen. So yeah, yeah and that's I why he's fucking injured again because he got no. Way go. Why are you getting so hot? If Drew wants to make a dumb trade, let him. Well, yeah, Jesus. You're it's like really <laughs> fucking stupid. You got money bet on him or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, Caleb, I bet Caleb 50 bucks it's, that he did. It's, it's not like you thought Kane was going to win a match against Daniel yeah. Bryan or something. I was just about to say that. <laughs> fuck, every time I try to make a point, he's being hostile tonight. He's fucking got like angry young man syndrome like Shawn Michaels. Jesus Christ, your hot self. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is already out of hand. Um, <laughs> I, I would be next in the priority, but unfortunately, uh, I, I don't really feel like doing anything. You don't want to drop John Cena for Daniel Bryan? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to drop John Cena for Daniel Bryan? No. It's a smart um, thing to do. Fuck. And I, I'm just going to say, uh, I know a lot of people probably would expect me to drop Kane. Uh, but one, I don't, I don't expect Seth Rollins to lose. I still think there's a possibility this may end with Kane being fired. But here's the thing. He's only going to be fired as the uh, what? What's his this office? Director uh, of operations. The director of operations. He's still going to be a wrestler, so I'm not worried about that. It'd be minus fifty points. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, well, I know it's happy days because Sean Walker is uh, next in line here. Right. I've been I'm in an iron about this one for like the past week. And I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to drop Dini and Sando and pick up my guy, Tamina Snooker. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Well, all right. Tamina Snooker. Did not see that coming. I thought that you were going to pick up Nikki Bella. The, no one, the girl that no one would fuck her, Tamina Snooker. Seriously, ugly as fuck. Is that her mm-hmm. Samoan name? That's why they, that's why they made paper fucker? bags. So. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Fucker. I know what I'm saying now for the fucking next. Uh, <laughs> Never get a later. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Wago, you're next. Um, I'll drop Fandango for Damian Sando. Oh my god, you're gonna drop Fandango? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, you want to do that? Hey right. guys, that horse is looking pretty fucking dead there. <laughs> Not completely. Come on, when have we been known to stop beating a dead horse when it comes to jokes? I mean, how, how much mileage did we get out of the Eliminator? The Big Show's gone. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, both of those are still funny. Yeah, they are. Uh, Tony, you're next. I'm keeping my team exactly how they are. Love having the new day. Love having somebody who's probably going to win the Intercontinental title, even though he sucks. Love having the world champion. Well, hot dog. Drew, you're next. Putting on the dog. Right, I'll drop uh, Daniel Bryan for uh, Stardust. Wow, okay. You're going to drop Daniel Bryan, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Who knows, maybe he had a reason for this. I don't know what it would be. I think he just wanted to get Eric Rowan. Perhaps. Well, he still could have done that with Daniel Bryan, though. I don't know. Uh, Sean, do you have any other trades you want to do? Um, I'm <laughs> drop thinking about whether or not I want Curtis Axel, but I don't know. Oh, yes. Come back to me. Well, put it this way. He's good for at least one week. <laughs> put it like this. You just dropped one guy off his tag team. So look at it like that. Yeah, I'm going I'm to stick with my team. I'm happy with my team. Happy days. Wago, anything else for you? Um, No. All right, Drew. Last chance? Yeah, I want to pick Daniel Bryan back up for Stardust. Okay. Well then, I think it should be a rule that you can't redo the same trade. What do you mean? Sean does it every week. Approved. 
Uh, I guess you're stuck with Stardust. Because <laughs> I know what Drew's trying to do. He's trying to keep dropping Daniel Bryan and picking him back up. So he It doesn't matter. I didn't either drop get... him anyway. He had three points this past roll. I had, I had a one-week clearance anyways. You did. You you definitely got saved by that because he was about to get hit this week. But well, what was it going to? Uh, he just went to roll. He just had points. He just showed up last week. That's that's what I'm saying. Like this week, oh, okay, like this week that happened, that would have been when he started getting knocked for points. Yeah, but he did show up. But I wouldn't expect him to show up again anytime soon. No, I, I know. I'm just I'm gonna just hold <laughs> on to him and see if he does show up in the next couple of weeks. You never know. If he keeps dropping him and picking him up, is he allowed to do that though, or is there a penalty? <laughs> no, I, I'm still gonna count the uh, the absence. Wait, so is Daniel Bryan on his team or Stardust? No, Daniel Bryan is on his team. Okay, and that's it for this. Unless anybody else has anything else they want to do, that's not true. I might want to change my team name. I don't know. You have not changed your team name at all this season. I'm actually kind of proud of you. It's actually a good I, team I, name. I, I actually like my team name. That's why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my team name. I'm happy. I'm good. So, right. wait. Does does Drew have Stardust or Daniel Bryan right now? Daniel Bryan. For fuck's sake. He has Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My bad. Team Were you like, eating tacos? Was too loud or something? Or did you fall asleep? No, I'm just seeing who's available because I might, as a joke, just take whoever else is available and just have that be like a, a fake team or something. Oh, well, you know, you know, Lost Matadors is available. You know, oh, no, Stardust is available. Big Show's available. Fandango's available. You get your team's Undertaker, Sting, Lesnar, Rob Van Dam, and Chris Jericho. <laughs> I don't know. We got your favorite team. The Usos are available. <laughs> I only okay. have one person on my team, and that is vacant. It's a one-man team, but he's doing pretty well. Yeah, I'll he's take, yeah, I'll take the Usos, Stardust, Big Show, and Fandango. Hey, Vacant is the Intercontinental Champion, the UFC Light Heavyweight Champion, and the TNA Tag Team Champions. I know, I'm just racking up the points. Happy days. Happy days. So, so uh, yeah, I think we're done here. Uh, yeah, you think? For, for the latest info, go to keepingkfave.com or the Keeping Kayfabe Facebook or Twitter pages and show the love. That'll do us in for that part, so we need to just do the plugs now. Payton, you're on a roll. Why don't you start us off? Uh, well, you know what's coming up soon? May 19th! Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, May 19th? Yeah? How about that? <laughs> well, that's that'd be okay, because that's the correct date. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. Big Show, Big Show was like... Hey, I, botched, I botched the botch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, May 19th's the correct one. He said, like, May 14th. Was yeah, May 14th, okay. Well, how about today, May 14th? Today's May 14th. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, how about that, guys? It's May 14th. <laughs> Sorry, your plugs. Um, <laughs> so if you like wrestling references, join us every Monday after Raw for the Raw Post Show on megapowersradio.com. Check out my personal wrestling website, keepingkfave.com. And for all other things, do like your girlfriend does and follow me on Twitter at M-R-P-A-D-E-N. That's Mr. Payton. Sean. You're next. Uh, I got a Twitch stream uh, this Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I will be playing the Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, and um, Resident Evil. Uh, that is twitch.tv forward slash Shaughnessy1989. Tune in. We can talk shit about shit. So, yeah, it's going to be shit, but <laughs> tune in for shit. So you're talking about Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins isn't shit. If, if I was talking shit, I'd be talking Roman Reigns. I was going to say talking about TNA. Yes. Mm. I should like to. Oh, so now, that, now that Jason says it's called cool the shit on TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Kalen, any plugs? 
Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Kalen Ferris, and uh, you can see me bitch about WWE because nobody else really does that online these days, so I figured I'd start that. <laughs> cool. You can see you on those ranked matches of uh, Town of Salem. Yeah, yeah, you can follow me on Town of Salem. Too. <laughs> you got a friend as well. Along with Drew, got any plugs there for you uh, and the old Drew oh, crew? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, Drew Crew Village, you know, uh, folks. Strikes part two, you know, the use. But uh, follow me on Twitter at Drew Savoy, and you go to my YouTube, which is Mick Freaking Duckin, and you go look at me, comment, and like stuff. That's cool, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel? All right. Uh, every Wednesday night on YouTube is the Untitled Movie Show. This week, uh, my cohorts did an episode on their own. I kind of took a bit of a vacation. They did an episode on uh, iconic acting roles, so check that out on YouTube. Just Google search uh, YouTube and Google search the Untitled Movie Show. Uh, if you really want the links to all that, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash unmovieshow. You can also find the link to our official YouTube channel where you can find past episodes from our BTR days being put up on that channel. So follow us on Twitter for all the news on the Untitled Movie Show, twitter.com slash unmovieshow. And Wago. I do rants. Well, my name's Wago. So they're Wago rants. And you should listen to them. Go to youtube.com slash Stephen Wago. That's Steve Wago on Twitter. Find all my purchases at stephenwago.com. He's also a dick to anime. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you'd actually follow up with me um, after Payton's plugs, because I could have gone, and you know who doesn't follow him on Twitter? Emily, and she'll be joining us on that dick to anime. Hey, look at that. You got it in anyway. Yeah, I know. Just like Payton won't be with Emily. So, uh, that'll do us in for episode 182. <laughs> Crazy fucking episode, but fun nonetheless. Thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you to everybody on the panel. What episode 183 is going to be the payback review, but we are also later on in that week going to be doing our predictions for uh, TakeOver. Actually, we might be doing that on the hot tags now that I'm thinking about it. But uh, we got a lot of stuff coming. So stay tuned for Smartout Moment Smack Talk on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube.com slash Smartout Moment if you're not there. And, uh, of course, Payback. So the Sunday coverage on that. All the other stuff that I'm uh, mentioning on the rest hold. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. That'll do us in for this episode. This has been another Smartout Moment, and we're being counted out. That was the show, and this is the outro, the smart out moment, a walking disaster. Tony and Peyton are hosts of the show. Joseph and Wago, Sean and Brian, and whoever decides to host of the show. Smart out moment, and this is the outro. Who the fuck is you? Peter just got the complete fuck you. That's Brian and Steven and Jason and Paul and I Oliver. I thought that was and... what this guy's name, Brian Callen. Or did you change your name again? It's Kalen Bruce. It was the Kalen Brian. I I, I could have sworn there was a Brian somewhere in there. Hey, Brian. Fucking Brian, no! Brian, I don't I don't want to appear on this show. Now.
Yeah. I hope you weird. never ever have me do that again. How about that? I, I filled my quota for this year. <laughs> Your name's like what, Terrence or something? <laughs> Yo, Jeff. Oh, wait, we have I should have said Jeff or, or JD or something. <laughs> I love how you pitched this as the Ascension Demolition. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I doubted this. <laughs> uh, this is why you don't bed. put me in this situation. This is exactly why we do. <laughs> <laughs>